0: Wakey wakey, Iggy Biggie. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs.
1: <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show on the Smod Internet Radio Network. Marty's here.
2: Yes, I arrived. Here. I
1: decided to come. I was at home thinking, meh. Whatever. Marty's here, so the party's here. Now uh, there was a two-lane closure on the highway getting here. Oh. and I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more often, but uh, <laughs> it did force me to go off the road and uh, find other ways to get here. And this just took a little bit longer. But anyhow, good morning. It is the Tuesday edition, West Coast edition, yes. Left Coast. Awesomest edition? Question mark. West
0: so. Coast. I would say so.
1: And uh, joining me on the microphones is uh, James. Yes. Manning I the am boards, Garrett. boarding the man. Of course. And Bill, back from his European trip. Guten uh, Morgen. Yes, Guten Morgen, <laughs> indeed. Uh, Emily, she booked a commercial, and so she had to. Was Busy this week and is mm-hmm. not able to join us Congratulations, today. Congratulations, Emily. Congratulations, Emily. Hope your cat gets better. And we just lost half our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And Steve had the audacity to go get a fucking job. So he is. Oh, working. so the other half of the listeners just came back. Yeah, oh, there yeah. we go. Yes. Except they didn't hear that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, blast. Damn it. I should have led with that. <laughs> um, so we'll get into uh, Bill's trip, but I just wanted to. Talk uh, about. Gotta respect the format. Keep yes. your head in the game, Marty. I know. I got to get my head out of my ass and into the game. So the NSA, uh, well, the the government has shut down temporarily uh, nineteen embassies across Africa and the Middle East uh, on the basis yeah. of um, warnings that Al Qaeda was planning a an attack. And uh, I think through this this weekend they're going to close them. Um, and uh, you know it's based on some leaks that they have. Uh, not leaks, but just information that they're... The Intel. Intel, as it's called. In, uh, in the, the spy world? In the Bourne movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some people, uh, conspiracists, have been speculating... Conspiracists? Well, that that it's because the the scrutiny that the NSA and the government has come under uh, for wiretaps and, um, and the whole uh, Edward Snowden thing, and right. the, these leaks... Uh, or th- these invasions of privacy on American citizens that they're justifying it by like we'll see you know this is this is the, what we get for it um, mm-hmm. we we have advanced intel that this um, you know the uh, these attacks are coming and you're welcome you know right uh, and at the same time A justification for their existence exactly or for their tactics and um, so the question is like okay well. Are you willing to give up a certain amount of privacy and freedom for safety? And we do that all the time to, to some degree, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. Uh, but do, are you willing to have your your wires tapped, so to speak, for the sake of freedom? And uh, I throw that out there. You can tweet us if you're listening live at Nooner Dan Marty,
0: and go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. I I'm not worried so much about them seeing what I'm seeing because, quite frankly, it's it's they're going to see porn. So right. <laughs> uh, if they're if they're okay but, with it, but really I'm, weird porn though, that's yeah, the thing. that's the thing. You know, are you, are you sure? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if if they're up for it, hey, <laughs> no problem. Uh, I mean, the, uh, you know, granted, in the uh, pursuit of a safer environment for all Americans there you you're, you're going to have to give up a little bit of something but you know how much how much is too much
2: yeah that's, that's going to be the most difficult thing in government is drawing lines where do you draw the line how do you define yeah. um, how much is too much how much is not enough what's justified what isn't yeah
1: yeah the the famous quote that ben franklin said is those who surrender freedom for security will not have nor do they deserve either one And you know that's a that's a, I get the sentiment, yeah, (laughs) and I get the sentiment because we are a country built on ideals. But then there's the practicality of things. You know, yeah, we have security cameras and that help us, um, you know, uh, get convictions on. You know that's how we found the Boston murderers, uh, bombers. You know because of the security cameras. And that's when if you decide to go into those stores, you're giving up a a certain amount of freedom. And it it wasn't even in the store; it was outside the store. So Mm, just walking down the street, you have given up a lot of privacy. Um, And then you know a lot of people say, "Well, I've got nothing to hide." So, but there is the principle of it: of do you want people seeing your porn history? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then it's gotten to the. Then there's also the – technology is, is in place that gives us a lot of uh, – gives the NSA a lot of power. They can just through a few keystrokes can tap our phones and, and get into our emails. Yeah. Uh, and like we can trust them to do the right thing and say, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll give them that – we'll give up our, our privacy. But then you hear that the DEA has been using NSA-style sur- surveillance uh, to get to track down drug perps so the NSA has been who is supposed to be just handling terrorism they've been giving tips to the DEA and like hey, we picked up this yeah. stuff any devel- any technological development or, or it's going to
2: be abused it's going to be abused in right. the private sector it's going to be abused by someone in government it's going to be used yeah.
1: for personal gain. So then should we all just revert to rotary phones and, you know, copper wires and, you know, handwritten letters, hand, ham,
0: yeah. ham radios, ham radio and, and pigeons, you know, I'm
1: way into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have, yeah, I mean, I do have little to hide, but, <laughs> but I have some things I want to hide. You know? I'm getting curious. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I bought, um, you know, I tried growing, psychedelic mushrooms and I bought spores online and you know technically in California that's illegal uh, but I found a place that would do it and um, if somebody looked at my search history they would find that uh, and this or listen to the podcast or listen to the (laughs) podcast Wait, this isn't going live, is it? We can bleep this out, right? Uh, yeah. Damn we'll it. fix it in post. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was more of an experiment uh, just to see if I could grow these things. I mean, I don't actually like psychedelics uh, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fun. I mean, it was like a science experiment. I suppose I should have done like a culinary mushroom. That would have been <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah, you could just grow some basil. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> so, anyhow, I, I think that um, – We're kind of stuck with it, and it's important to have the um, people like – not like Edward Snowden, but it's important that everybody knows that this is possible and that their checks and balances always being juggled. Because like you said, the technology is here. People are always going to abuse it. And so it's just – I think it's just people should be aware of it. People should be called on it and – I, I don't know what the right thing to do is. Yeah. Um, this I, is this is a criticism of myself, but I have to say,
2: issues like this, you know, it doesn't. Um, w- we could have not had this conversation, and it would not have affected me. Like the, the knowledge of it, you know, w- it wouldn't affect me at all. I wouldn't be thinking about it. I wouldn't be worrying about it. Um, even though in the abstract, I do accept the argument that it's an an absolute infringement of privacy. I also, my day is not going to change. If every single thing I said on this, on this podcast, in a, in a text, mm. in a cell phone call, in an email, was showing up on a computer screen in an office in Washington, D.C. and being read, or none of that was happening, I'm going to have the same day. It right. actually doesn't... It, it doesn't affect
1: me. I know, but and and it is. It does become a sort of abstract thing of like, well, if I vote or if I don't vote, yeah. what doesn't doesn't make a right, difference. Exactly, exactly. What
2: that, fucking vote. That's what I meant by saying it's a criticism of yeah, myself. Yeah. Like I'm actually there's. I, I'm realizing this increasingly. There's a degree to which I'm just not engaged and yeah, in and, some of these. Yeah. I mean, I always make fun of when we talk politics. The uh, when, uh, yeah. You know, I do vote, right, um, right. and I vote locally too, but. Uh, it, I don't fucking know. Like I'm just I'm disengaged yeah. on these things. I, and, I don't even know what I am engaged in. Uh, yeah, but I'm and, disengaged in these
1: things. And that's what the podcast is all about. Just trying to get people to think about. Well, no, I mean seriously, Plug, I mean, that, plugging you back in. Yeah, I mean I don't know what the right answer is, but these are things that are interesting to think about and talk about. And and, and could, if people do have ideas of what to do, you know, like you know, signing petitions is great, but also you know actually standing up and doing something like yeah. n- during the Iraq war, the, the second one, um, uh, Oh, the good one. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the good one. No, the <laughs> one that is supposedly ended, um, yeah. just recently. Uh, you know, there were, from the start, I, I was unconvinced of the, the information that, you know, like these are, they're making, you know, uh, WMDs. Yeah. Like just, I remember that, that presentation thinking like, that's not proof. That's just a smudgy photo that that Colin Powell is showing yeah. us, and it, it's just a building. It's not. I'm not actually seeing aluminum tubes being centrifuged. You know, yeah, right? exactly. And like, you're not convincing me. That's not proof. And then I didn't do anything about it. You know, right. I was just like, oh, the stupid fucking war. But it didn't affect me because I didn't go there. I didn't yeah. have any friends or family who who were in the military at that time. Yeah. Uh, so. It was easy for me to not do anything. Uh, and then, you know, curiously, like, like then my father marched in these anti-war marches. Really? You know, which is awesome. That, yeah, my sister was marching, and then she ran into my father at this march, and she, wow. she had no idea he was going to be there. Up in, uh, up in Palo Alto, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, I mean, they were doing something. Obviously, it was... Wasted effort because didn't we? I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds so really fury. Who's but. the smart one here, right? Who's the
2: civic-minded one? Not very productive. Just just yeah. cleansing their own guilt, but yeah. not actually producing any sort of
1: results. Uh, so, <laughs> by the way, good morning to everybody who's listening live. Jeff, Mike, Jenny, Marie, Mark, and Jaco, and Chris Brown, and Tyson, and uh, Darren. I'm sure is listening. He is indeed. And um, yeah, every Micah and also i do one thing we do i don't do and this is i apologize is to say hello to all the people who pod this
0: right. Yes. and Good you point. know
1: cuz we a lot of uh, the people who pod will email us and um but those who don't and just listen in their cubicle or doing yeah <laughs> just like, <laughs> why am I anybody who's to this? not lost <laughs> yeah. is stuck in a cubicle? Yeah. Right, exactly. You snob. You I fucking snob. <laughs> I'm stuck. I was stuck in traffic. Uh, good morning to you guys or whenever you're listening to it. I didn't so, know that pod was a verb. Well, it probably – it probably is that an obnoxious become, thing?
0: It has become one. It, yeah.
1: It's uh, kind of like swag. Yeah. Swag has become a, a verb? noun. A noun, yes. So, uh, anyhow, I just wanted to plant that in your – head and give you something to think about freak you out freak you out and yeah. uh, ruin your day yeah because like I said like I not like you were saying like there's not much you can do it doesn't really affect your day but it is going on and it, it's one of those things that can build up to the point where like oh if you talk about uh, if, if you you know, if you use the wrong choice of words, in unmarked
2: a, vans will pull up, throw you in them, you'll never be seen right, again. Right, right. That, that disappearance, of, like uh, in Argentina.
1: There was a uh, someone who was working at a, a company. She Googled pressure cooker and backpack, Oops. and then her her employer saw that and then called the NSA or called the the, the feds on her. That is oh, the wow. big, big
2: the calling the feds on on each other instead of talking to each other. That is that is a. Very sad right. side. And of we that. don't
1: want to be that society. So it,
2: and and the racism also. I you know I think the person in that store was just acting crazy. Are you sure, or were they just wearing a turban? Right. Were they acting crazy, or were you just uncomfortable because they look like your idea of what a terrorist is?
1: Uh, Darren yeah. points out that if you think your day will not be changed, I love this tweet by uh, the way. <laughs> then watch Brazil again. It starts with a spelling mistake. Oh, by the way, Darren did you know he spelled vocal cord with a, an H C H O R D, and then he said, and then I called him on it. You know, I thought it was spelled with an H. No, it's a, it's, a, it's an actual physical cord. Got it. Uh, and then he he said that um, he was justified because it was spelled it was the that English way. spelling. It was spelled that way on Wikipedia, and you cannot use Wikipedia <laughs> to defend <Yeah. laughs> your spelling mistakes. Uh, my apologies, uh, Darren. Crowdsourced information and facts right. are two different things. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, But that said, I use Wikipedia all the time. All the time.
0: So, Jeff says, uh, what's next? No blinds on our windows at night so they can see what we're doing? Uh, I hate to tell you, Jeff, but did you not see uh, Blue Thunder? (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) They can can see right through that
0: shit. (laughs) Every time I hear a a helicopter flying over, which the uh, 134 is right over here, so I'm sure it's just... Traffic or whatever, police helicopters for mm-hmm. the for the freeway. But I'm always thinking, damn that Roy Scheider, he's looking through my window, <laughs> and my he's, walls. He's right doing now. loop the loops with his <laughs> helicopter.
1: Uh, Son by of by a bitch! And
2: every time he turns his helmet, the turret, the, the gun turret, turret moves. moves.
1: Yeah. By the way, first Blue Thunder reference of 2013. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome, Is it America. Really? Were we talking? It uh, uh, was under Airwolf, and uh... that was probably 2012. Okay. That yeah. was the first one reference Airwolf, in 2012. Uh,
0: yeah, Jan Michael Vincent, mm-hmm. cocaine. It was something along those lines. Yeah.
1: Um, Tyson says that uh, privacy is an illusion. Being falsely accused seems to be the problem. Um, yeah, you, know, well, you know they invent. There are people inventing a way to look through walls using Wi-Fi signals. Oh, yeah. So hey. they and and it could. It would basically be able to, to detect movement on the other side of a wall. So, jeez,
2: sort of that's going to see animate what the.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I mean, it would just be, be able to map shapes, so you could see where, like, if you were the
0: listless master, master patron, is <laughs> master patron, that is. <laughs>
1: No, it would, be like, if police were inv- invading a building, they could see where bodies were, you know, or yeah. where people were.
0: Yeah, there's. I mean, there's always
1: the good application. It's just what oh, people sure. end and up think, actually doing with it. And but. I think the, the intentions behind all these are, are good, you know. Mm-hmm. You have this technology. But, um, I mean, whiskey started as a
2: perfume before it became... Uh, oh, that's
1: a waste. That's what the Irish thought. <laughs> Do you know if you guys drink this stuff? It makes your breath smell really good. Uh, so, speaking of the islands, how was your trip? Yes. Uh, it was fun. It was not. I'll tell you, it was not the trip I thought I was going to have. What did you think you were going to have? Um,
2: I thought it was going to be um, a little more decadent. Um, I thought I was going to run around a little bit more. Um, and uh, party a little bit more, but we live in a, a bit of a bubble in LA. I don't know this. I don't think this are your family man. So this isn't going to refer to you. But yeah. uh, men like me and Marty, um, a lot of us are on in our years, but still sort of have the lives of college kids or or twenty year olds. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. So I was visiting. In each, I did. So I was there for some business, um, but I also was visiting friends in each town: London, mm-hmm. Antwerp, and uh, what Hamburg. Business? Um, I did a, a video with Capcom UK that was oh. tweeted out, a little comedy video, and I did an interview for for the game as well, and then the people I was staying with uh, in Germany uh, work for Javer Beer, mm-hmm. the, the beer that I am have the commercial with, and my contract is up for renewal in September, so I just wanted to see them before the renewal and, and see if... I, I don't know. I don't actually don't think it will be renewed, but I wanted to at least go out with a bang and, and right. get to see them while I was still technically working with them.
1: Did. Did any did Capcom or Yever pay for this trip?
2: No, oh. uh, Yever took me out. Javer got me a lot of Yever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How old How is Yever beer, by the way? I
2: love it. It's a very crisp pilsner, and it turns out I can drink way. a lot of them.
1: And uh, come October, you're being you'll say that shit is piss. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> I don't yeah,
2: have to yeah. drink that crap anymore. <laughs>
0: shit. Um, uh,
2: but uh, so I was visiting friends in all these cities, uh, and. They're my age or close to it, and they're settled down. They got kids, uh, you know. They got their partner, oh, you know, yeah. and they're they're pretty settled down. So married or or, or living with a partner or, or having kids. Um, so no one really got that I was sort of burning, you know. Yeah, I was I was burning. You were primed, you know? yeah. yeah. So we're at a club in Hamburg, and they start playing the Jackson Five, and I start dancing, and he's like, "Okay, great. Now will we go?" And I was like, uh okay." I mean, I just started dancing Shit. at this club in Hamburg, which is what I would like to be doing. But yeah, yes, let's go. Okay. Oh, um, or like in London the first night. <laughs> we had this really <laughs> nice meal with, with some of my favorite people. Um, actually, the, guy, the, the father of one of my best friends who got me on my creative path um, nice. just by saying to me. He asked me what I wanted to do, and I was giving what I thought the answer should be. I said, well, I'd, I'll go into advertising, but what I'd really like to do is be in a band. And he just stopped me right there and said, You have to at least try. Yeah. You have to at least try. If that's what you really want to do, you have to at least try. And this this was when I was twenty or twenty one. Nice. Um, and you know, And you aren't mad at him? Yeah, twenty years later, I'm miserable, I'm asshole. lonely, I'm <laughs> broke. Yeah, so you I have went no to London.
1: stability. This, I'm this is, is why I came to, to women
2: because I don't have a f- strong foundation or future. So Uh, you went to
1: London to beat the shit (laughs) out of this man. You, this was brilliant, son Son of a life. life. I
2: could have been an advertising executive by now. I could have my (laughs) own
1: office. I could own a home and have financial security. I could have children and dogs and cars. (laughs) Instead, all I have is a stupid podcast.
2: (laughs) Um, This is pretty much how it went. Um, And then after dinner... um, yeah, you know, I was with three married couples, and they're like, "Oh, here's a nice, quiet pub." I was like, "Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not
0: go there. Quiet and pub shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be in the same <laughs> fucking sentence."
2: And then I did, I did sort of not put my foot down, but I was like, "Guys, I got this one night in London. I'd love to go where there's some action." And we found this pretty hip, like French club in Soho, yeah. and they found the table at the back where it was quiet and there was nobody. And I was like, "Oh, oh. guys, oh. guys, I'm on fire
1: here. Right. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you go solo?" Um, I. I well, yeah, I was staying with friends. You know? I know, but you could have been like... I'm going to shag someone.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys,
2: we'll I'm, not, I'm not coming home alone, yeah. so
0: <laughs> right. I'll find
2: somewhere else to stay, and it will be in the arms of a lady. Uh, I don't know. I, it was Well, there was an element of I didn't want to be rude, and I wanted to be with my friends. I, right, I, had, right, right. I literally had one or two nights in London.
1: Okay.
2: Um, and then there was an element of... Uh, Exhaustion and, and, yeah. and jet lag I mean it's just so brutal It was like sure. It's a 10 hour flight It was 16 hours door to door Because I took the bus To get the bus To get to the airport right. To sit oh, for two yeah. hours To take the 10 hour flight To take the tube To get to the bus To get to the apartment You know oh. So yeah It's not like I was I was on fire But I wasn't necessarily awake Either yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Um, You know And I did, I did want to be With my friends And in, I have to say in, in fairness My very last night In Europe In, in London uh, My friend's oh, wait, wife was on your way back On the way back, yeah. Uh, My friend's wife knew I wanted to go out, and uh, she, Irish gal, loves to drink, loves the clubs, and she just grabbed grab me and her husband by the hand, and it's like, we are going out, threw us in the cab, threw us in the club. We walked in there. Were not enough people in the club. Grabbed us off the dance floor. We're going somewhere else. Took us right into the heart of, like, Leicester Square, tourist, Mecca. Right. Packed nightclub, like, kids throwing up on the floor kind of nightclub, and Ugh. just danced all night till like, 3 a.m. Oh, bless her heart. And she yeah, knew yeah, what she, she needed. She absolutely took care of me, and Aww. then ended up uh, meeting some woman from Uruguay who kept threatening to punish me, and I was like, right, I got to go. I gotta go! Wait, wait, wait! She's like, wait, "It's wait, my wait. birthday. I will punish you." I was like, "Adiós!" Oh
0: wow! I gotta go! <laughs> Can't have it both I, ways. That we'll punish does not, you? That, does not that doesn't excite fun. you at all. Doesn't that interest you at all? Did uh, you uh, say it with a German accent? Right. Right. Uruguay? Right. Isn't that where the uh, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, the war Nazis, criminals, yeah. the Nazis? <laughs> I will punish you. <laughs> uh,
2: no, thanks. Was just, you know, I just like to have fun. I don't need to be somebody's victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hostile. I've seen It was her birthday. Her. <laughs> right. uh, Part of me felt guilty for sneaking off when she turned her back. But uh, uh, I had cute? fun. Uh, I don't remember. I was loaded. Uh. So uh, what about Germany? <laughs> Germany was great. Uh, you know, I really did. The other thing you were did there expect, for a week, right? I was there, uh, yeah, uh, four or five days. The other thing I didn't expect was to see as much as I saw. I went from London, took a train to Lille in France, um, took the channel. Uh, Drove up the coast, went swimming in the coast of Belgium. um, Stayed in Holland. Went to had dinner in Brussels. Back in Holland, uh, an afternoon in an evening in Antwerp. um, Riding bikes around Antwerp with my friend's new baby. uh, You know, feeding her in the town square of Antwerp while having you know that eight percent Belgian blonde uh, beer. Went to some monastery in in. in Belgium, that serves award winning beer. You can only get there. They don't ship it, they don't sell it. Um, then, uh, train to Amsterdam. I had three hours in Amsterdam just to sit, you know, get a, caf- get, get the, a sandwich by the canals and walk around. I'd never nice. been. Train up to Oldenburg, stayed in the small town Oldenburg in Germany, then drove into Hamburg the next night, went out to a nightclub in Hamburg, sponsored by Javer. Stayed in Hamburg, drove up to St. Peter Olden, I think you pronounced it, the beach town stayed in a oh, beach house, wow. but yeah, went bike riding and swimming in, in the ocean up in Germany. Like, I just wasn't expecting to cover that much ground. So
1: you did yeah. get to party in Hamburg, in Germany then?
2: I did. I mean, I, dr- I drank a lot, but, you know, it was with, like, <laughs> I drank a
1: lot. Don't get me wrong. We want to talk to you. About, I got a stomachache. Uh, yeah. uh, I
2: got permanent liver damage. But, you know, it was with, it was with all, all guys, like older guys who have families and, and kids, so it wasn't, like, hitting the dance floor and talking to the ladies, you know? Yeah. Um, but I met great people. Right, and I also, you know, there was a strange element of just sort of feeling guilty that I wanted to act like a college kid. And it was like, dude, my fortieth birthday is coming up. Like everybody around me has kids and they're mellowed out, and here I am, like acting like a college kid. Like I want to get, I want to get fucked up that? and meet girls. It's like, oh, well, dude.
0: we're all living through your loins at this. Point, I know, right? seriously. <laughs> I, like
1: I'm over forty, so it's hard for me to just leave the house, uh, but. I mean,
2: one thing. Yes, Lou. I did go to a club in Leicester Square. It was terrible, and it was probably the most fun I had on the trip because I danced. I danced all night. I danced all night. That's what I wanted to do. Uruguayan woman. Uh, That was until the end when the lights
1: were up, and uh, it was just just awkward. (laughs) (laughs) But I I danced all night. There you go. Uh, One thing about traveling, like I i'm i'd like to go to new york before the end of the year and then like i have friends who are like oh you should stay with us you know and it's great i mean i would save a lot of money but then once you do that you're beholden to them to like yep. so you and have their to, lifestyle right yeah. right and so you know they have a, a new baby and it's just like um yeah will see we'll see you know? yeah. Yeah. so uh like i might split the days up so i spend a night here and then a night at a hotel so i can just do Exactly. It. That's how you should do it, yeah. Yeah, cuz especially in big cities it's just fun to be
0: on your own and just mm-hmm. do your own thing, just explore, yeah. explore. Yeah. 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 I if remember I when last time i went to New York, <laughs> I stayed I, I I fell for those stupid ads in the uh in the bus station cuz i had rode up from uh Washington in uh DC. On a bus, so I get into the bus station. I guess is it Madison Square Garden station or whatever, or or, Uh, uh, Times, uh, uh, whatever, Grand Central Station. Grand Central Station. Station. There you go. Um, And I'm walking around. I I fall for one of those little lighted billboards when you get out Uh, motel, you know, hotel. (laughs) Blah blah blah. It was a fucking prison cell. This place (laughs) that I (laughs) got. Literally, I could reach. I could lay on the bed, the cot right they call the bed turn off the tv turn the light on flush the fucking well there was no toilet i'm sorry uh (laughs) flush the the toilet toilet in the shared uh, bathroom down the hall it was the most horrible thing but i i knew that that was my little corner of of new york for that time being and it was it was all right i was fine with it
1: if you're yeah and and it wasn't expensive right i mean
0: no it wasn't too bad and the, the, you know, the only downside was, the, you know, everyone kept coming in while I was masturbating. <laughs> That's what I didn't, drag. That was a, Yeah, that was a drag. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I was going to say. Did you see the photo
2: I tweeted? Um, I put on Facebook, too, from the Yaver Brewery? No. Natural the Brewery? Oh.
1: They have, ugh,
2: oh, fucking wild. They have a huge mock-up of the poster, the Yaver poster, um, with my face cut out. So that you can put your own face in it and you it, can here. be the Everman. <laughs> And So I stuck my head in it and did like the same expression from the post. It's totally meta. I just, I just retweeted it. So. Um, that is a little ridiculous. Great. That is crazy. Did anybody I mean, recognize yeah, me? Yeah, there there's a whole tour of, of people, like tourists, German tourists going by as I was getting that photo taken. It was wild.
1: Um, but, but I'll tell you, they were really. Um, but what about on the street? Did people recognize
2: you? Yes, but I didn't notice. I actually had to ask my friend because I. And this is again, like, sort of a, a little bit of self-evaluation. When I'm on the road in Europe, I was like, I, I feel like a dick, but I kind of wanted more people to like want to talk to wanna me. Want to talk to you? Yeah, yeah, which is super selfish and like and, and immature. But I, you know, hey man, um, I've been feeling too- low. I hadn't been feeling great about myself this year. I was like, I maybe a little bump, and and um, definitely in the small towns, people were nervous yeah like in, like they actually at the Yaver Brewery there was a very cute receptionist and she literally hid behind her desk <laughs> and I, like, I was actually going to try to talk to her and I was like oh fuck she's gone and afterwards the guy my friend Christian told me she got so nervous and shy and didn't have good English so she literally hid behind her desk and waited for me to leave
0: what kind of a <laughs> reputation do we have over there? What are we fucking rapists? Yeah. It, it's Bill. It's Bill. It's just Bill. He,
1: he looks like a rapist.
2: I also think there was. I also think there was. I don't know if you could call it disappointment or surprise that I'm not German. You know, I know. I know uh, because the whole ad campaign is how. This is this is the north of Germany. This is their weather. Yeah. This is their day. And, of course, this is their beer. And this guy is from Cleveland.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, hang on Not a second.
2: Um, so I know that they would have done more, like, in terms of, like, having me, like, sign posters and, and be more engaged. Yeah, throw if, out if, schnitzels. If, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slingshot bratwurst into the crowd. Um, <laughs> which is a metaphor, ladies.
1: So basically uh,
2: what they're saying
1: right is you're a handsomer than any or... Than any northern German yep. man. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: I'm, I'm better than the best of what they got. Nice. <laughs> and they didn't want anyone to know. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, and I did, I was frustrated. I was talking, the, the last night in the beach town, I was talking to this woman. She had great English. Uh, she worked at the at the hotel, the, the the resort that we were staying in. Really cool place. And, um I was like, so, you know, I got, I got one night in town. What, what's there to do? Yeah. And she's like, ah, you know, it's a really sleepy little town. I mean, unless you know someone who's throwing a party, like for example, I'm going to a barbecue, uh, for a friend of mine who's leaving, you know, who's moving somewhere. And I was like, oh, that sounds really fun. (laughs) Like kind of like trying to get myself invited. I was like, oh yeah, I wish I wish I was going to a barbecue. she's like, <laughs> and she said, you know, you just got to make your own party. You just got to walk out there and see what happens and make your own party. And I
1: was like, you can't help that you look like a rapist. <laughs> like, oh, thanks for
2: the advice. I, I guess I'm not make your wanted. own wanted party.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. In other words, nice fuck off.
2: Yeah, that's a nice way of saying. You may that. be on TV, but you can go fuck yourself.
1: So did you did you stay in a hotel at all ever?
2: I stayed in a hotel in Hamburg, and I stayed in the uh, the resort town uh, in uh, St. Peter Olin. Uh huh. It was really cool, like a little loft
1: uh, oh, cool. ap-
2: apartment sort of vibe.
1: Right, right. It was great,
2: all, all modern. It's funny; they're actually trying to sound like San Diego and California, and there's surfboards everywhere. And like one of the rooms is called the Key West room. And
1: it's like, <laughs> all right, w- whatever, dude. <laughs> um, nice. The, the, when I was in, uh, I went to visit the Veronica Mars set. There's a, it's was right in South Central, mm-hmm. and like, oh wow, and going on. Um, Uh, Imperial Highway there's like a or was it Imperial Highway or Hawthorne Boulevard there's a like a big like tropical themed like big building with palm trees and like surfboards on it and it's like a it's a youth hostel you know like it's a (laughs) huge youth hostel can you imagine you see like you're online you're like oh I'm going to to the US for the first time I'm going to go to Los Angeles and look at this it's got a tropical theme and then you end up like you know it, for those who don't know like it's <laughs> now you do now you do you know what's going on and it's just it, if you listen to west coast rap yeah and it's Consider in yourself this informed. and it's just not in a pretty area at all it's not close no. to anything and, no. and but part of me wants wants to just go there and spend the night there to see what it's like you know to see like a bunch of sad <laughs> Europeans who are just like we have a bamboozled. We wish to speak to management. <laughs> oh, so, that is funny. Uh, so, all in all, a good trip, though.
2: It was. It was great to see some people I hadn't seen in a long time. Obviously, any time you get to be in Europe, it's just, it's just a different life, and it feels good. I was in no rush to come home.
1: Um, yeah. Well, we missed you last week. Yes, so. we did. Oh, thank yeah. you. Um, one thing that happened this past week is that there was a uh, a hamburger that was grown oh, yeah. in a lab. so basically, didn't hear about this. So, yeah, and they've been working on this for a while. So a uh, this is funded by Sergey Brin, who's one of the founders of Google. Yep. And uh, they use stem cells from cows to grow muscle fibers in, in a petri dish, essentially. And then they pieced them together and, and um, used uh, some egg powder or whatever. They they mixed it. They made a burger, essentially. And then they, they made it in London. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a chef who fried it up, and then two people got to eat this this
2: lab-made burger. And is the idea just because we can, or is the idea to stop killing cows?
1: Well, I mean, there are...
2: Or are we, are we just trying to wrest uh, the livelihood away from farmers even more?
1: Well, okay. It gets to a very deep question. Yeah. So... The idea is like, okay, so right now we spend – it takes us 6.7 pounds of grain and and forage to make one pound of hamburger.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: And including in that is uh, 75 square feet of land um, and uh, 52 gallons of water for each uh, pound of meat. So it's a huge expenditure. It's not an efficient way to make calories. And yet people love – Love hamburgers. I love hamburgers, yeah. and they're they're cheap here because the government subsidizes corn, which gets fed into the cows. Yeah. So that's why we, you can get a a ninety nine cent you know junior. But,
0: you know, there is also cheese. the uh, the environmental
1: impact of it, right? So yeah, cows are huge. They they can con- the number one contributor to methane, um, mm-hmm. and that is a huge Cow huge. greenhouse gas and it's very (laughs) persistent in the atmosphere and it causes a lot of damage so the this is a way to make beef that doesn't have any of those effects it's much more efficient in how you use it and also you aren't killing a cow yeah right Uh, because so much of the calories that go to the the one pound of burger also goes into growing the bone structure and the the eyes and the yeah. brain and all the other parts of the the cow, so here you're just getting the burger, just getting right down to the nitty gritty, and uh apparently it tasted pretty good or not good, but uh not bad, it tasted oh, like yeah well I mean you know it, it meat like well because it it did, uh. well, it didn't have any of the fat that that, that a burger that has yeah meat
2: like is really a, a ringing endorsement <laughs> That uh, was my
1: nickname in high school. Yeah. If no. there were a restaurant <laughs> called Meat-Like, this I Austrian would not critic, go there. She said, uh, there was quite some intense taste. It's close to meat, but it's not that juicy. The consistency is perfect, uh, but I miss salt and pepper. Uh, this is meat to me. It's not falling apart. Hmm. Uh, the mouthfeel is like meat. Uh, I miss the fat. There's a leanness to it. But the general bite feels like a hamburger. And it's better for you without the fat, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, fat is flavor, you know. That yeah. yeah. is what makes my burger good. So, does that is this, flavor. It's true. Oh, it, that's that's it, the name of somebody's album. Fat, yeah, that's a, that, fat the, act the, the, act the fat one. boy's the
2: fat boy's comeback record.
1: <laughs> fat doesn't actually have flavor, but it enhances flavor, it enhances mouthfeel.
0: So, would you does that creep you out at all? Or yeah, Why? It's just the fact that it it derived from a clinical source, but I think in the end. If you if you're one of these people that subscribe to the, the theory that you know eventually we're we're not going to be able to produce food on the scale that we are now or that we have been able to uh, you know you might have to do it it's like uh, what was that uh, Stallone movie where he's eating he's down in the Demolition Man yeah <laughs> where he's eating rat burgers de rata. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, he
0: looks, he cocks his head and he takes another bite. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do <laughs> at that point?
1: Well, I mean, here you don't ha- it's not even a gross factor. I mean, it, there's a, nah. the clinical factor, but then you think about all the antibiotics and that go into cows right yeah. now. Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and hormones and everything else. That antibiotics they shoot them up with. and uh, it's just and, as scientific. Yeah. And yeah, and pink meat or that, you pink, know, pink, pink slime. Pink slime. Oh, the pink slime they, chicken McNuggets. They uh, they mix in ammonia gas and to it Ugh. and so it's Jesus. like which which is the healthier yeah, what's what's <laughs> like this is grown in a clean lab you don't have to worry about cow shit getting yeah. into it so i mad cow disease mad you don't cow. have to worry
2: about mad cow disease if, and it makes I mean, so much sense if it's a healthy alternative i could see getting behind it but i mean you know me i in, in lieu of twitter i'm hand chipping cuneiform and stone and <laughs> I, yes. sending it off by carrier pigeon you know like i'm, I'm old-fashioned so the, the thought yeah. of the thought of the farmers not having a livelihood, they're not being a field of cow, like that's that, yeah. that's a loss of that's a loss of a lifestyle that I don't even lead, but, but yeah. it's a but loss
1: the, uh, of a, li- a, 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 that, a lifestyle that is that lifestyle is already gone because of factory farming. Like, yeah, all, the yeah. family farm is is a boutique business. It's not part of the. the and Grand I suppose NAMS it's a boutique
2: gate. business that could not only survive but potentially even thrive if factory farming exactly goes it, by the wayside right
1: and which it should I mean I'm not yeah, uh, yeah. It,
2: absolutely I'm totally against that yeah when you put it that way if it is if it is actually ultimately a healthier product and if um, if uh, it does away with large scale industrial factory farming those are two pretty big pluses
1: yeah um, the the problem now is how much that does it cost it, this, this <laughs> burger guess how much it cost uh if it were to retail, for you already saw the Twitter feed. No, it I cost, didn't. What, uh, what, oh wow! It, no, it costs three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. But fuck. see, that's the first one. You know, once you build it to scale, and once it becomes efficient, you know, right. then. Yeah. It will be much cheaper. Well, know. I would hope so. Yeah. drive through.
0: Yeah. Would you like cheese on that? That'll be 35 cents extra. Like, fuck
1: you! Right, right. That's $200,000 and 35 cents. And 35
0: cents. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to supersize that? cheese, <laughs> asshole. Help me out. You you supersize it. that. Now, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, but man. at the end of the day, I, I'm all for it, and I... Yeah, I also think that like cows leave, lead a shitty, shitty life, and it's like yeah. if you can avoid that, then I'm all for
0: yeah, it. Yeah, if anyway. you've ever seen footage of a slot or been to one or a anything.
1: downer cow, just Oy just do a they. YouTube
0: search of downer cow, Ugh.
1: and that will be your downer. The most g- horrifying <laughs> thing you've day. ever seen. Just yeah, uh. Uh, so. That's something to look forward to, and uh, we did start... We got that coming up. Yeah. We started late today, and I apologize, but... Nonetheless. Nonetheless.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is still the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast (laughs) Internet
0: Radio Networks.
1: (laughs) That's the late one. If you (laughs) want to...
0: Don't do the chime.
1: Oh, there we go. (laughs) There it is. If you want to tweet in, we are at Dan Marty, and even if you're listening offline, tweet us anyhow, and... uh, just to tell us to shut the fuck up or to fuck Cleveland or whatever. And then you can send your emails to nooner da- uh, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll get to the mail sack later. But, you know, I wanted to talk Doctor Who with Emily, but she's not here. There's a new Doctor a Who. new Doctor. Yeah.
2: I actually, I woke up, uh, I think it was Sunday, and I texted Emily, uh, wait, what do you think about the new Doctor Who? She said, I don't know who it is. They haven't announced it yet. And I realized I had dreamt. That they announced that Idris Elba was the new Doctor Who. And, like, I'm not that invested. I haven't seen a minute of this season. Like, somehow I dreamt that Idris Elba was announced as the new Doctor Who, and I only realized as I was texting that it's like, that didn't even happen. That's not even a fact.
1: Blame the jet lag. That's not even true. Let's blame the jet lag, yeah. So, in fact, it was Peter Capaldi who was named the new Doctor. He's 55 years old. You might know him from uh, – in the U.S. we saw him in, in The Loop, which is based on the the British series. Um, the in The politi- Thick of It? Or The th- Thick of It? The th- thick of it is, th- yeah. Mm-hmm. The, by the guy uh, who does Veep? By the guy who does Veep. He's vicious uh, in that. Yeah, Iannucci. Um So he's 55 years old. He's the oldest uh, – Doctor Who, since the first Doctor Who, who was fifty-five, and coming on the heels of the youngest Doctor Who, which I think is a
2: wise choice, just to swing it because Matt Smith is so popular and so good in that role, just to swing it in a very different direction.
1: Well, if they wanted to do that, they should have picked a woman, an old black woman. Yeah, that would have been the that would have been (laughs) an an old
2: black American woman (laughs) who's just
1: full of sass, (laughs) (laughs) fatitude.
0: Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's the, when Doctor Who officially jumps the shark. jumps the shark. I'm, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with uh, no, the old black women who are sassy, but uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's in
0: character with the. With Doctor Who, Doctor Who right.
1: is uh, so somebody. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have so to address sounds... this.
0: Darren, <laughs> Darren uh, tweeted, incests would be would still be a more efficient source of protein, and um, uh, of course, DeBoo said spelling fail. Goal. <laughs> uh, I think he meant insects.
1: <laughs> Darren, no, no, no. Darren meant incest. incest. Government-sanctioned
2: incest. Incest. Uh, yes, that,
1: that's the best source of protein. That's, <laughs> that's actually good. really gross. If you try to break that down, what that means, oh. like. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm Wait. sorry. I'm damn you. Damn you Darren for putting that <laughs> mental image in my mind. I don't have a sister, so I'm good. Yeah. So <laughs> Oh god, that's awful. <laughs> it's so horrible. Yeah, and there in fact, uh, there's a a kit that someone's made to make your own worms at home so you can just like you feed it your garbage and then you can get worms out of it and then you have a constant source then you of protein. Have protein. Oh. And, yeah You eat the worms? You eat the worms Why yeah. like oh, the that's fuck a, would you do that? Because it's it's a good source of protein Protein So is So is meat Meat Right But this is <laughs> and a more it's, efficient it's not worms But it's efficient and cheap And, uh, people, and it's worms
2: people all over the world <laughs> eat,
1: eat that stuff totally Desperate people in underdeveloped countries oh, What about the French eating escargot? I think that's fucking gross too Well that's you That's on you That's not on <laughs> the rest of the world who love
0: Mon Dieu a,
1: I, when I was in China, I just remember like being served – like my uncle served me this dish at this uh, – we oh, uh, I wish Kruger was here to do the voice. Oh, I know. I'm not going to do, <laughs> no, no, do it. I'm not going to do it. He's a race car driver from Seattle. <laughs> like, so he he give, gives me this thing that we were at this uh, this sort of town event and it, like it's like this casserole and I'm eating it. And I'm like, ah oh, not bad. And then he's like, look again. And I look down and there's just these like – it was full of worms, like these big, Ugh. long worms with, like, lots of little legs. They I mean, Just, like, really creepy, creepy oh. worms. Did you throw up? I would have thrown, no. th- I I thrown up. No. I think I would have thrown up. No. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, Chinese people eat the weirder shit you can imagine. But it yeah. was my first time eating worms, and uh, I haven't had them since then. But I don't have a thing against it. It it, it does creep me out a little bit, but that's, that is just a, a, a culturally learned response, like chemically speaking biologically speaking there's nothing wrong with it it's just weird you know but I could get over it
2: not me I ain't Uh, eating no worms (laughs) so anyhow back to Doctor Who you Uh, sound disappointed in the choice Marty what you sound disappointed in the choice
1: Oh, uh, Peter Capaldi? Yeah. No, no, I think he's great. I think he's a fantastic actor. And uh, Olivia says they're so excited about Mr. Capaldi, uh, but they need to let him swear as much as he he does in the thick of it. That
2: would be dope.
1: So I have a little clip that a a guy um, put together on YouTube. Um, a guy named Mal. Oh, wait. Hmm. Uh, Pete Not- Nottage put this together. On uh YouTube, and hopefully it won't come with an ad because I hate that when you prep something and then okay, here <laughs> it goes. What happened to me?
0: well fucking time travel, yes? E fucking enough You need to learn to shut your fucking cave. Bend down, pick up any fucking weapon you can, and twat the fucker out. Of the- what the fuck is this tinker to the soldier cunt? Run, you clever boy. Oh, fuck off! Of fucking robot I want you to
2: make a bomb and explode it today
0: life is interesting at last I've been so fucking bored for the last two years it's the end of the world as we know it you are the mouse <laughs> in a maze
2: he's gonna be good nice yeah
0: get in the fucking TARDIS fuck the Daleks <laughs> where's my fucking companion <laughs> oh my god oh yeah awesome. this doctor so angry but that was
1: such a, and if you see the, you can look at it on um on youtube i think it's called malcolm tucker is doctor who uh he put all those the, the guy put all the, the dialogue with scenes from doctor who nice very very clever so i'm um, looking forward to it yeah Absolutely. yeah me
2: too uh I think it's odd that he he had a guest star. Uh, Jeff mentioned it here, um, but I saw it on IMDb. He was a guest star on an episode of Doctor Who fairly recently, and he had a five episode run, I think, on Torchwood. And I know that those worlds are meant to coexist. Yeah. So I wonder if they. Just, I don't know if he did heavy prosthetics as the other act, uh, as the characters he played in those shows, or if they just don't give a shit. If the if the pool is so small that they're like, eh, yeah,
1: he's the okay. doctor. They'll they'll buy it. Yeah, there, there are not many actors, good actors in England. Yeah, so I just can't find them. There's they, Capaldi them. and, um, you know... Tenet. And there you go. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. And they already used him, so... Yeah, and then the cast of uh, Harry Potter, but after that you're done. Right. You're out of it. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good choice. It'll be... I mean, he's a dynamic actor, and I think that's what... A dynamic, energetic actor, and I think that's what the, the role necessitates. And there's also... there.
2: I, I don't know that he's gonna... I mean, can he cover up? His mean streak—he just looks mean.
1: Well, you know, th- he may funny.
2: not have to. It may be fun to have an edgy doctor. I mean, Eccleston was pretty edgy, and, right? But and, and you angry. think about
1: Eccleston before he—you think of him as in *Jude the Obscure*. You think of him in like uh, twenty uh, Days Later*. I was going to say *Train Spotting*, but the one before that. Uh, 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 right, the, the one with the people with the money. Yeah, that. where you yeah. and McGregor? They, and
2: they—they showed up for the first time. Uh, yeah.
1: And and you just think what about what is it when, wrong with us? I don't know. I Snatch? Don't know. No. no, 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 no. It was the the. I'll look it up. All right, but the and Twitter
0: sphere is exploding with angry. He's just. Oh, that was I wasn't talking about the movie. I was just that's my Tourette's. I was just thinking about. Snatch! It. <laughs> uh,
1: but he actually is lively and light as Doctor Who. I mean, he definitely. Um, I was surprised when I saw it. I thought he was pretty edgy. Yeah. But, he, l- but he
2: looked like he was going to lose his mind at, at some point.
1: But I don't think I'd ever <laughs> seen him smile until Doctor Who, you know. Good point. So, um, Tyson has made escargot at home before. Mm-hmm. And then he tweeted how to eat fried worms. So, he's really on, he's it, on it for you to yeah. eat. It's eat not going to happen. All right. Have you ever had snails? <laughs> uh,
2: I think I did try escargot at a, at a Victoria's Secret party once. At a uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <Party>? <laughs> just because a supermodel dared you? Yeah, um,
2: uh, just because I figured if I'm living the high life, I might as well go all in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, what about seafood? Uh, I do. I have been l- loosening up a lot. about I used to be. Look, I used to be ridiculously uptight. I would have pasta with butter. I didn't want yeah. any sauce or meat or anything with it. I would have jelly sandwiches only, no peanut butter. I mean, I was the really uptight eater. Um, but I've, I've definitely loosened up on that a lot, and um, I don't experiment crazy with seafood. I do like sushi a lot, um,
1: but like a I've a, had
2: soft shell crab, but it also my stomach jumped a little bit when I what about bit where the head was? What when about I was about. eating the brains?
1: <laughs> and you know that it's purely psychological. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because I mean so it everything else that makes me miserable. <laughs> a lobster is basically a bug. You know, you're yeah, eating yeah, a water it. bug. Yeah. yeah, water bug. So, um, somebody, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that I had homework for us. To Shallow get, grave, okay. Uh, the one, and I put it off for a while. And somebody said that I, I, I dropped the ball, but I was waiting for you to come back Ooh. because this is for you. Uh, and this is actually homework for everybody, because, God. but specifically for you because you're not. Um, uh, when was the last time you bought a new album?
2: Uh, as in an album that has come out Currently As opposed Thank you, to like Buying um, Yeah something a that A was... Lizzy record Right right Yeah um, God, Or and, uh, like a box set and stuff Doesn't count No no
1: It has to be something that was made And I went, I went and bought it I didn't get it Because I worked at a rock club Right And the same goes yeah, for you James well, I'm thinking Jesus all right, this is live radio. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I mean,
2: I went and bought. I started buying classic records that I never nope. had. Nope, yeah, no, that's nope. be a new one.
0: But I haven't bought a new one. I would say uh, the last one I bought actually it wasn't too long ago. It was a uh, uh, what's his name? Bruno Mars.
1: Oh, okay, that Bruno was last year. Yeah. Okay, so here's. Here's your homework. Mine
2: might have been a cassette tape of oh, Primus <laughs> oh, sailing Jesus. the seas of cheese.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, I did that's, buy that's pork like ninety three. Right? I did buy pork Soda. So. A okay. track of uh, <laughs> so you, Steely Dan. You have to go and listen to every song. You first, you have to stop. Start with a Billboard top ten, okay? And you have to listen to them all. Really? Yeah, and you can listen to them on YouTube. You know, you can. Yeah, uh, and then. You have to pick, find one, and you have to keep, listen to all ten. And then if you don't find one that's great or good, that you like, that's good, then you have to keep going down the list until, until you get okay. to one that you like. Okay. okay.
2: This could take a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and that's uh, – James, are you down with that too? I got it. Building a okay. top ten. I'm in. I like it. And then you have to keep going down. So uh, right now, number one is Robin Thicke's – That's uh, not going to happen? Uh, <laughs> no, well, Blurred Lines, but you have to listen to it. Have to, I know, but I'm not going to buy that record. Okay, no, you have to. You don't, you don't have to buy anything. You just have to come back with a, a song. Oh, with a Billboard charting song, song that, that, that I you, like. That you like. That is I thought it like. had to
2: be good enough that I wanted to go
1: buy the album. Well, it, that's that's the quality it should be. Okay, but. That you don't have to
0: actually, actually buy. Actually, that one is it. It's blurred lines. Yeah, that one's not that bad, actually. And and the video. Trust me, uh, you want to search it's a bunch the video of hot chicks, out. right? It's a bunch of topless hot chicks. Nice. Um, Vivo <laughs> Vivo has it. Uh, you can watch it uncut on Vivo. I do like topless hot chicks. Yes, very nice. Because I'm shallow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh, but you have to listen to all the top tens. So even yeah. if you hit number three, and you know, find something I like. Yeah. I
2: gotta keep. I gotta push through. I like and, that. I like. You that.
1: know, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna take right now uh because you've heard get lucky that's a bit overplayed so you're not not gonna pick that you're not gonna pick that so okay that's everybody's homework and um if you have i did
2: listen to the new kanye record on the flight and it was pretty tight oh yeah
1: all right but are are there any singles that are tracking on that
2: i don't know
0: um he's he did release one uh god i can't remember what it's called but it's not the one that i think i like the black skinhead yeah it's got the rock fucking uh Mm -hmm. Be, uh, beat. Very fucking uh, what, what does it sound like? Nice. That's, uh, like that. hey, yeah, uh, that's exactly what is. Dr. Hey! <laughs> uh,
1: so, have you, one, have you been to the theater at all? Uh, no,
2: there's a couple flicks I've been eager to see, but I haven't. I did see Ooh. Mud on the flight. Oh, how was that? I loved it. I love. I mean, it was tough because it was about all these relationships that don't work, and I'm still kind of reeling. So I was yeah. like, "Oh man, it's the last crap I want to be thinking about right now." Right. But um, <laughs> but it was really good. I mean, McConaughey was great. It was just it was indie filmmaking that wasn't pretentious, even though it was slow and character driven, and yeah. you know the the protagonist was a kid. It had every chance to be twee and annoying, and it wasn't. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. And that Ray McKinnon or Roy McKinnon,
1: God, he can do anything. Who's he?
2: Exactly, he's a chameleon. He's uh, he's in, uh, he does a ton of westerns. He was in, um, what was the big H? Deadwood. Uh, oh yeah, I, never saw I, it. I, you never saw Deadwood? Mm-mm. Wow. Wow. Um, and he just he's just a bit of a chameleon, uh,
1: and he's huh. fantastic. All right. Nice. Um, was he on Sons of Anarchy?
0: Probably. Never, Is that, seen, never, that seen kind never seen it. Hell <laughs> <laughs> on wheels. I went and saw the uh, Conjuring. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, was it good? That was awesome. Um, it was really good. It was really good. But I, I did some research when I got home from from uh, watching it, and if you look at the doll that they portray in the movie, as the okay. So
1: for those who don't know, it's based on an actual an couple. actual
0: couple, the, uh, the uh, ghost, Warrens. The Warrens, uh-huh. these ghost hunters of sorts. Yes. And uh, they have, a, in their home, they have a museum of all these... And, and this
1: is not a spoiler, but you know, no, no, it's no. established in the first scene. Yeah, it is.
0: They, they have a museum of all these uh, uh, items that are tainted, haunted, or, you know, cursed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep them in this room, locked in this room, and, and uh, you know, they have a priest bless, bless over them and everything to keep, it, keep them at bay. Um, and one of the things is this doll named Annabelle that uh, you see in the, uh, the trailers opening. and stuff. Uh-huh. And in the opening as well. Right. And the doll is creepy as shit in the movie. Yeah, yeah. However, if you research and look on YouTube and look up the actual doll, uh, it's even creepier. Really? Because it's not creepy. It's... it's <laughs> right. Spoilers. Like Raggedy Ann? It's Raggedy Ann. It, no, it is Raggedy oh, Ann. Oh, it is. So... And, and I, As a kid, I remember as a very young child, my mom bought me Raggedy Ann and Andy when it was popular mm-hmm. in the 70s, early 70s. I always thought they were creepy. Yeah, they're, they're just creepy anyway. But that made it so much creepier when, when you look at it and go, oh, my God, because it's just got the little Raggedy Ann smile. Mm-hmm. And, but it's a <laughs> demon doll. So it, it's just so creepy. It's it's weird to know. And, and I'm pretty sure whoever uh, holds the rights to the licensing and the image of regular like fuck you you're not going to put the regular we'll never sell another doll again if you do that shit but I mean, that brings up a
1: good point is like if something is shown to be scary you're prepared for it to be scary yeah. so, so it kind of takes away the fear like that's why poltergeist is so great, because what's more scary than your own home turning against <laughs> turning you? Turning against like the home that is supposed to protect you and house yeah. you is all of a sudden eating your daughter. You yeah. Know? That yeah. is terrifying. Um I I think I mentioned this before on the um on the podcast. Uh, the difference between the uh uh, the movie where the girl comes out of the TV the um, um, oh uh, of, um, The, the ring? ring The Ring yes. so the the original Japanese version there's an establishing shot of the cabin where she the, the woman goes to to find to play this tape um And it just looks like a cabin. It's like a sterile-looking thing. And that's probably because they didn't have a lot of money to dress it up. But then you get to the the Gore Verbinski one, and it's just, like, covered with moss and, like, foreboding (laughs) and gray and dilapidated. And you're like, okay... If I see that, I'm going to be like, fuck no, I'm right. not getting in that fucking scary house. Yeah, but Bad, if it's just bad like, call, guys. Right, Turn around. Right. Turn around. <laughs> <But> <laughs> abort. Abort. <laughs> but if it's just like, you know, Holiday and you know, I'm going to be like, hey, and then it, it's the gateway to hell or whatever. Right? Yeah. And then that's that's terrifying. So Gosh, shit. I yeah. didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but I agree. The, the doll, had the doll been a friendly doll, that would have been a lot scarier. Yeah. Like,
0: I like, think it would have been.
1: I just tweeted the photo like of it. And it's, uh, it's. It's terrifying. It it does look really, really creepy.
0: Yeah. Uh, so which one? You uh, the movie version or the no, no, uh, no. no. The, oh, actual Annabelle. Yeah, and because
1: <laughs> the woman, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lorraine. Lorraine. Lorraine Warren. Is, is, she's a creepy-looking woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, and you just see that doll, and it looks so familiar. And to think that that was possessed. By, oh, it wasn't possessed. I know. but what, so you like the movie?
0: I loved it. I thought it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, that's fucking nice. creepy. It's we're looking at it right too. now. Yeah, sorry, we're not streaming
1: today. For yeah, those I wish you guys could know. see it. It's yeah.
0: big. It's human size. Just look yeah, for Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle, Annabelle, Annabelle
1: Warren. Um, but the movie was so well directed. Like it was. It
0: actually there's no gore in it. At there's all. no gore, and it's a just a good old fashioned throw. You know, throwback to a good old fashioned scary movie. Just a haunting movie. But better (laughs) but better and and here's where excuse me where they got it right with this one as opposed to the haunting in connecticut the haunting in connecticut is a great story um you know the true story the facts behind it and the actual events that happened uh it's a great fucking story that was another one that the warrens uh investigated as a matter of fact but when they adapted it for uh screenplay you know for a movie they they took so many liberties and and you know the the way hollywood does mm-hmm. in some you know a lot of these movies they they just took it so far askew from what it really was they made it way too much kind of like what uh people said amityville did when they did the amityville horror movie right right um that it was just so outlandish that it was like, th- there's no way this all this happened. You guys are fucking... Like when they did Saturday the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Aww, keep it, Aww, keep it grounded, Mange, man. man. Keep yeah. it grounded. Yeah. The
1: Yeah, but it still... I mean, it still had uh, enough spectacular... Oh, it had it. some yeah. scary...
0: I mean, the... the cla- and I'm not spoiling anything, because this... Uh, is in the trailer, but the clap game, oh the, the two hands God. that come out behind her and the thing, that, that is just a fucking mind fuck <laughs> creepy moment.
1: Yeah, and it's just like, it's it, its a practical effect. There's no digital yeah. shit in there. It's just two hands two coming, hands out, of coming dark, out of the
0: dark. Oh. And
1: I <laughs> just shat myself. Oh, yeah, it was hey, awesome. Yeah.
0: We used to have stare. you know, as a kid, we grew up. Uh, in a two-story house, and, and the stairs going to the second floor, they were, you know, in the 70s, They were, first of all, they were covered in shag uh, carpet, <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. was scary enough. But they were the kind that don't have the backing, you know, a step and a back, a step mm-hmm. and a back. They're like the separate steps that oh, yeah. you can reach all the way through. About, yeah. So at night, when we had to go to bed... It was literally bounding up the stairs so that the fucking monster doesn't grab you through the fucking stairs. It was horrifying. So, I, was
1: it weird, like
0: seeing like Evil Dead, where that they do that? Is yes, it, uh... that 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 kind of fucked my head up. <laughs> it took me right back. Did you see the new Evil Dead? I did. Wh- did. What do you think? Um, I on its own as as its own entity. All right. I mean, decent uh, compared to. My as part, as part of a uh, legacy, yeah. as part of the legacy, and eh, I would have liked to have seen. I think it would have been uh, better off if even if he just made a cameo, if Bruce uh, Campbell, maybe you know, was the old creepy caretaker of the cat. Now, you kids, right, be careful right. in there. <laughs> I mean, it, it, anything it had no sense of humor at all, no. And no. I think
1: that's like the, the best. Even- Every scary movie, like Poltergeist, perfect example. Yeah, funny moments in it. Yes, and it, it, it offsets the because scary.
0: It, it, yeah, it, it lets you breathe. It's a it roller lets, coaster. Exactly. And
1: even the The Conjuring had some very sweet and funny yes. moments and yes, silly it did. moments. Yeah. So,
0: but yeah, I, I don't know. It just it, it took it a little too took itself a little too seriously to where it, it went past for me. It went past being scary and just gore and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge gore fan. I'm not a saw kind of guy. I don't want to watch people get tortured. Wizard to me, of that's gore. not. Yeah, I just don't.
1: Well, Wizard of Gore, uh, was it Herschel Gordon Lewis, is that who that was? I don't remember. But uh, I mean, that's kind of campy fun too. You know, yeah. it's like, like that. That is a different style re-animator. of reanimator. Yeah, yeah, like reanimator. But yeah, yeah. See now, but Evil Dead was just like. How how much can we torture these people? How much
0: sh- yeah, hell like can they go snuff through? Flick almost. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so why don't we just get right into it and get in the do into do it. yeah? We're gonna oh, dip our hands in the mail sack. Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> dip into the mail sack. I didn't mail even sack, get it right. Mail Mail sack.
0: <laughs> yeah, sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. Get off of the gate of beagles sack. Ow. Mail sack, mail sack, get off of the gate of sack. mail sack, mail sack wanna get my hands back, mail sack, the muffin, print fist, I puppet, bring fist, but it's mail sack mail sack
1: uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> By the way, Jenny Marie tweeted in that I literally have that Raggedy Ann doll. Oh. Like, and the, and the Raggedy Andy. They're huge, and I love them as a kid. Well, it turns out, Janet Marie, that you have a vessel for Satan. <laughs> Satan. Krampus. Yeah, Where's Krampus? <laughs> uh, by the way, if where you want to... Where's Krampus? Where's been? <laughs> if you want to email us, we are at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. I suppose we could come up with a new one, but, well, whatever. A new email? Well, because, you know, people are like, why is it Nooner? Because
2: they're the Nooners. You right. guys are, are are Nooners. Yes. Right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, legacy. Respect the format. For, uh, for keep the head in the game. Uh, uh, mail sack. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is <laughs> losing it. Marty's coffee is making my eyeballs explode.
0: <laughs> Chris uh, Brown says, they should have stopped at an S-Mart and had Ash working oh, yeah. there. Now, that oh, would have been, oh, been great. Man. Oh, make an oh, effort, people. Thinking. All hail the king, baby. What is what is the the <laughs> Give thing? Give me some sugar, baby. Shop smart,
1: shop s smart. Is that <laughs> yep. it? yeah. yeah. that's right.
0: it. After he blasts the fucking
1: <laughs> David. <demon. laughs> God, I love that movie.
0: Ugh, oh, Bruce <sighs> Campbell. God, uh, I love so, that man.
1: So speaking of Chris Brown, the first email's from him. Hey now, hey, um, hey, Murps. uh, to hey, Nooner. <laughs> so <laughs> he says, uh, he, I was curious as to the favorite concept albums of the group. The obvious classic is Pink Floyd's The Wall, yeah. but I also really enjoyed uh, A Grand Don't Come for Free by The Streets and The Defamation oh, of Strickland one. Banks by Plan B and Murder Ballads by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, mm-hmm. although the latter is a group of songs on a theme, whereas the others are, full, are full-length narratives. Does that matter? So, uh, cheers. Question. B. question. Because you,
2: so, uh, you could throw in Marvin Gaye in there. You could throw in uh, What's Going On.
1: So what is it's your definition album. what is your definition of a concept album?
0: Ooh, um I have one that's very off off from the center, it's off the beaten path. DJ Shadows introducing.
1: Oh, sure. No, keep it. But what is the definition of a of a
0: concept album? Oh, uh in my opinion? In uh, your opinion. In my opinion a concept album is uh, just that, something that that conveys a full-on uh, concept from start to finish, whether it's in a narrative, narrative whether it's, or thematic. it's in a theme, thematic, yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, and so, how? And, and by the way, introducing is is a fantastic album, amazing. And album. it's it's sad that like his follow ups haven't been reached that no, same level. No, they haven't. That, that's but it's a just a, and just that one. Uh, that one music video with the Tom York yes. vocal is great. It's just yeah. like a guy getting hit by a car in like... Or, yeah. you know, or is he running on fire? Is that what he is? I think he's and running on fire. Running yeah. on fire in super slow motion and it's like the simplest yeah, thing. Yeah, and but then he gets on
2: the bus turns the corner gets on the bus is that the one? Uh,
1: I think I it's believe just so. I haven't Isn't I haven't that seen how it ends? Like, I, like I he, guess he so. Take,
2: like the camera's been dollying with him and then the right, camera right. stops he keeps running turns the corner and just gets on a bus. That's awesome. That is awesome.
1: So, so, okay, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. So, in that sense, um, when introducing... I, what when I think,
2: think of concept album, I think of narrative, because I think concept albums are, are bloated and pretentious. So, I tend to think of narrative rather than thematic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could also say that there's, there are musical themes that could be carried through a, a whole album. Yeah,
2: but you could also just say, well, every Credence album is a concept album because they have the concept of sounding bluesy and swampy, you know?
0: Swamp! <laughs> <Like, laughs> <"Zwrap>, um, <laughs> um,
2: I actually uh, am revisiting Pink Floyd's The Final Cut, oh, yeah. wait, 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 which wait, I enjoy more than, uh, more than the, the Wall, wall. Or, or Dark Side. I mean, all, every one of their albums was a concept album
1: so no. what is the well, first of all going back to, to uh, Marvin Gaye what is the concept of what's going on urban up? blights urban blight pl- politics yeah. uh, and each song black is...
2: black enrichment empowerment yeah uh, I like albums like looking around literally looking around like what is going on like you, it's like looking out your window and explaining through yeah. song what's happening in right in your city in your, in your and culture
1: what are the songs that really get into it in the, uh, on the album what's going on uh, inner City Blues, All right. yeah. And then, what about the final cut? That is, why do you like it better? Is it less? It's just fucking rock and roll. It's got it, more rock it, it's and stuff. Less produced and less. <laughs> Not
2: now, John. We've got to get on with this. All right. Yeah. It's, and then the bottom of the it, at the bottom of our hearts, we felt the final cut. I don't know. It, it just feels less bloated. Yeah. Um, I mean, fucking it. Quadrophenia, man. Quadrophenia. Oh, come on.
1: Unbelievable. Come I just, the fuck on. I just bought that um, last year. I mean, I, I have the, it on vinyl somewhere, yeah. but. It is. It is a great album, and it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like it <a> better. Space solos in the real. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. And, and we were talking last week about. I'm j- I just wish they had a better vocalist. That's my only problem with the Who. I like. I. I think. He, I, I'll take him. Yeah, I'll take him,
2: especially the. I mean, particularly the high number stuff, like the earlier, um, Motowny stuff. The uh, that's the stuff I like a lot. <sighs> Come on.
1: Not many people can do that. That is fucking legendary. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I, I, I got to throw Tommy in there, too. I actually know Tommy better than uh, Quadrophenia. Well, they, I mean, I know every, more... every word to every song in right. Tommy. and
1: there are more top pop songs in yeah. Tommy. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and,
2: uh... I mean, I knew, I knew songs in Tommy before I had the record. Right. it's quadrophenia I don't, think, I don't think I knew
1: Well I guess 515 so My parents had Tommy And then we As the rebellious teens Got quadrophenia And, <laughs> and so yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, To one up them Yeah well, it's, Because one is About angsty youth And the other is Like this crazy weird Rock opera Yeah um, And I just remember That album cover Just scaring me Because it's just like An eyeball or whatever <laughs> <that> <laughs> Glowing thing uh, So um, What about Nick Cave And the Bad Seeds Are you a fan?
2: I'm glad he's out there. I haven't heard... I like his attitude. I like his sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, and he's ha- great live, by the
1: way. I have yet to hear a track by him that made me go, I need more. Yeah. Yako um, mentioned uh, Bjork's Vespertine as a concept
0: album. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know if I've heard that one, but Bjork's music overall, I mean, she's... There's some she's amazing ridiculous. stuff going she's on ridiculous. with her stuff. I mean... Once you get past the, I mean, that. But that's part of it. That you know, the the fucking the swan, weirdness. fucking dresses and shit like that. I mean, that that's Bjork. I mean, if she came out in just a regular pencil skirt and fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like nerd glasses, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah, not at all. Now, would you say that Music
1: Aquarium, uh, Stevie Wonder's Music
0: is a, is a concept oh. album? Yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, I'd have to revisit it to really to make. Because I haven't listened to that in a while, but yeah, that's a, that's kind of because
1: like all the songs sort of move move together. together there, there are no yeah. track breaks in there, yeah. the, but I don't know thematically if it if it is. Uh, Sgt.
2: Pepper was designed Sargent, as a I was concept say album. Sgt.
1: Pepper. I mean they went away from the concept by the third track, but <laughs> yeah, well, they were high on acid. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so Paste Magazine listed them in, um, concept albums in, in 2010. They include Jay Z's American Gangster, an album I'm not familiar with. Uh, that's, so that's, that's the soundtrack.
0: That's the soundtrack. Based on the movie and the story of uh, Frank right. Lucas, but what about Harry Nelson's uh, the what's that, animated show he did, The Pointer
2: or Pointer? Oh, with me and my arrow. I love that yeah. song, but you're totally dating um, <laughs> yourself. I didn't see it when it came out, by the way. I didn't, I don't, I'm not familiar with the movie itself. I just I like the cut.
1: I think if I'm gonna go, be the the. Contrarian, uh, the, not the contrarian, but the the hipster who refuses to grow up or yeah. wannabe hipster who refuses to grow up. I have to say, Safiyan Stevens, Illinois, uh, uh, is uh, or, or Illinois. I've never uh, heard of it. Oh, it's amazing! It's, so he started what are, the... in two thousand three. He started. Uh, he did an album called Michigan, and it's uh, and his goal was to do all fifty states, and each each album would be based on uh, a different state and so Illinois was the second one and he hasn't done one since then I don't think about states <laughs> yeah. uh, but but it's you know it's, it's like it goes into gangsters and Chicago and, yeah. and John Wayne Gacy and it's it's a, it's a fantastic it's a beautiful beautiful album I recommend that one and also um Milk Hotels in the, the airplane over the sea anybody, anybody? that one anybody? I haven't heard crickets mm-hmm. and frogs yeah <laughs> uh, and that's it's uh, Jeff Mangum he he's this musical genius uh, or weirdo um and it's about world war ii some uh, and it's just it's got a lot of it um old instruments on it someone plays the saw and oh, um, wow. and it's it's a also a beautiful album and um can't recommend it highly enough uh anybody else uh, the unauthorized biography of reinhold messner from bed and folds five was suggested by tyson Sainer. um and um, never really got familiar with that group. I know. I know they're beloved. And then Darren mentioned twenty one twelve. Yeah, fuck you, Rush. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, the Jeez. rage is back. Ah! No, 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 no. We're gonna say we're just gonna say that they are not. Uh, they do not rock. They not. They're not of your taste. <laughs> they do not
2: belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I was out Saturday night with a group of friends from Cleveland from the Rock Hall. They all work at the Rock Hall and they were out here for an event in Malibu. And uh, by the time I met up with them, they were loaded. And we were just arguing all night about like who should not be in the Rock Hall and, and who's never like, going to get a chance to be in the Rock Hall. The
1: Rock Hall fame itself is just a stupid construct. And it's just, one, isn't it just one guy who decides, basically? No, 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 no. Every, everybody's, there, there's a,
2: a whole package of journalists and, and people who have votes and people who work there. Um, but uh, someone was making the argument for Kiss, and like if, if, if Motley Crue is going to get in, which they will, Kiss has to get in before Motley Crue because there'd be no Motley Crue without Kiss. Uh, the Velvets are in, but the Dolls are not. Um, I think Sabbath is in, but Priest may never get a chance. Wow. You know, we're just talking about all these bands
1: that like. But the New York Dolls were more of an, an act than they were like musically. But they were seminal. You said semen. Yeah, meaning they
2: were full of (laughs) semen? (laughs) I mean, what if if Journey gets in, guys? I mean, come on. Journey's
1: awesome. With or without the Filipino guy?
0: (laughs) With.
1: with. (laughs) Okay, well then. Next email's from Ray Oliver. He says, good morning, gang. So, I'm a police officer in North Carolina, and I listen to the show on the way to and from work or whenever I'm doing a speeding checkpoint. Nice. First, I wanted to say, uh, if you guys have not seen The Conjuring, it is a must-see. We agree. Yes. And it's funny. Like, I my sister is so busy she never sees movies and she's like you know she's a highbrow falutin thing and yeah. I asked her the other day have you seen any movies and she said yeah I saw The Conjuring it was great <laughs> nice <laughs> um, so I was wondering if you have read um, ever read the Lock and Key series uh, and what would be a good comic series to get into
0: I don't know Lock and Lock Key Lock and Key no I'm not familiar
1: um, so can you recommend uh, one that he should get into i haven't I haven't read anything new since stuff we've talked about in the
2: past like runaways um I tried getting into uh someone let me what's the one with the the android the, the, rob Harmon did it uh the android is is a an assassin in a in a um, like a coke machine and you hire the assassin oh, you know what I'm talking uh, about yeah, yeah it was like hyper violent and stylized very yeah. strange and I just couldn't get into it.
1: Um, so apparently Lock and Key that's L-O-C-K-E um, is a comic book written by Joe Hill is illustrated by Gabriel Rodriguez and it's uh, sort of a, a Lovecraftian uh, inspired uh, series oh I
2: bet Emily oh, would be would shoot, be yeah.
1: all about it yeah so oh, poor Emily uh, so we gotta give um, one we gotta recommend this series um,
2: I was reading Brubaker's uh crime stuff. And that was pretty tight. Especially if you're into that uh wow, I guess yeah. Lovecraftian is different. I was thinking noir, but uh he does a I, good
0: sort of modern noir crime stuff. I have no suggestion in that area. I haven't read anything in a while as yeah. In that you, regard. The only the closest thing I have I think I've mentioned this before it was uh it's uh I guess it's considered more manga is um Blaster knuckle, <laughs> oh, yeah. blaster knuckle.
1: What's blaster knuckle?
0: Oh, it's a great little uh, little thing. It's an old set in the old west, uh, a freed slave who is a boxing um, uh, expert mm-hmm. that happens to have these uh, this device, a blaster knuckle. It's basically guns on his that come out on his knuckle and he can punch and the reason he has to have these is he's going throughout the west seeking these demons uh, vampiric demons that eat human beings and uh, you know so he's going to destroy all these kind of a gal- oh that's another movie I watched Gallow uh, Walkers uh, Wesley Snipes
1: oh yeah you how know. was it?
0: Ah eh. Yeah. yeah. I mean I could tell he was he just needed a paycheck coming <laughs> yeah, out of he had, prison. He
1: had some tax bills to pay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But uh anyway, this, this if you guys want to see something read something like that it's online uh Blaster Knuckles. Okay. Uh, and, it, and it's very good. I mean the, the the artwork and everything is really cool. Really All right. cool, so. All
1: right. Definitely check it out. And yeah. um Tyson says, suggests Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Sandman of course, series. Yes. yeah. Yeah, I never really got into that. But, oh, Chris Brown rec- rec- recommended uh, Deadpool, which Brian Possein um, and Jerry Duggan uh, write. And, uh, yeah, he's been writing it for a couple years now, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. so um, I, would, I would definitely check that out.
2: If you're going to um, try to find an entree into Sandman, the, the one that just hit it out of the park for me was there's, there's a storyline where Satan is handing over the keys to hell to a new... Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sandman basically gets suckered into getting stuck with the keys to hell, and has to uh, like there's like almost an interview process of yeah exactly of who's going to take it over, and so all these Norse gods and. Uh, all the mythologies exist in this world and they all show up at Sandman's place making the case for who should have the rights to the keys to help. It's really, it's fun, like, it's fascinating, right. it's sad. And it's historic. Yeah, or, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's literate. It yeah, exactly. Like yeah. um, Yakko is reading, Dean Koontz's Watchers right now. Um, the al- with, that's not a comic book, is it? I mean, I read the book. I think it's more of a novel. It's a, yeah, it's a novel. Yeah, it they was might, a fun novel. They might
2: be serializing it in comic book form. You never uh,
1: know. Next one is from uh, Ryan Connolly, who is at K A Carval oh,
0: A L. I'm with you, buddy, uh, Ryan. Let me just uh, I I've tweet back and forth with him quite a bit. Ryan, uh, we're pulling for you, buddy. He's he's been going through some hard times uh-huh. uh, at home. Him, he and his uh, family, um, job wise and everything. It's just it's really tough for them. So, uh, guys. Keep them and keep him keep and the, his family. Send uh, some good vibes. Yeah, send some good Carval. vibes.
1: So, hey, Murps, DJ uh, James Franco, the only James Franco anyone needs to know. Emily, <laughs> a welcome geek voice at any RPG I play. Uh, yes. Bill, fuck Cleveland and big hugs to you. Ah. Steven, smack the guy reading this, please. Uh, <laughs> Dan Etheridge, oh, you're a uh, Did I leave anyone out? Uh, no, good. Today is my 34th birthday. Hey, Aww, happy that's right. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dan, to Ryan. Uh, yes. Thank you for all the well wishes. I need all the positive energy I can get. I don't listen live often, uh, bad internet signals, so when I do listen, uh, it is to the podcast while at work overnights stocking the dairy department at a local food store. I want to yeah. thank you for all the funny. Uh, you put a smile on my face. P.S. I listen, uh, listen to... The Netheads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsiger, live Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. Will Wilkins, yes. Uh, So he says, P.S., hi, Marty. Aww, (laughs) I thought I was left out.
0: No, of course not. Of course not.
1: Well, happy birthday, Ryan, and uh, I hope things turn around and um, anything we can do, let us know. Yeah. Next, uh, emails from Jared. Morning, merps. With the uh, homework rep- recommendations being off Netflix, do you have any suggestions for their original programming? I was disappointed by the new season of Arrested Development, but yeah, Orange is so the I. New Black was good enough. I'd heard. I've been hearing nothing but good things about Orange is the New the Black. Metros- fuck the metropolis of the Western Reserve. Uh, <laughs> that's from Jared.
2: That's uh, Cleveland for those of you who.
1: Uh, oh, I think they all. <laughs> figured it. I think don't we, don't we all figured it out. <laughs> and uh, we learned a little something about the Western Reserve. <laughs> the Western Reserve.
2: <laughs> I, uh, the Western Reserve Historical Society hosted a great Superman event for Superman's 50th. Birthday. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: sorry, go ahead. I was just <laughs> talking about Superman. I don't know, maybe, maybe somebody
2: cares about Superman. <laughs> invented in Cleveland. That's cool.
1: So, um, yeah, I watched the werewolf one, Hemlock uh, Grove. Oh, it was one of the worst things I've ever yeah. seen. Just awful, god awful. Uh, I didn't, couldn't get into Arrested Development. Um, yeah, me neither and the Orange is the New Black is the one that and has of cards are there any others or am I missing any others that's uh, all the
2: original programming yeah is it yeah,
1: yeah. so yeah I, I think you're on top of it Jared yep so, <laughs> you are leading the pack good on you.
2: <laughs> um, anything to Orange in the, is the New Black is it worth a look
1: yeah I know everybody's saying it's really good it's uh, Jenji Count Cohen mm-hmm. um, she did uh, Weeds um, oh yeah, yeah yeah and she's a very very funny woman um, very talented uh She's so. Uh, it sounds like a, it's based on an actual memoir of somebody yeah. who went to uh, a, 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 you know, an ups, upper middle class social white girl, white girl who went and ends up going jail. to prison. Yeah, was and, she money laundering for a drug dealer or something? Something like that. Yeah, and bitches, uh, man, tell <laughs> you. bitches be crazy. So, <laughs> gotta keep that nose clean. Yeah, and I, I it just sounds like a great, great show. It doesn't have a big. uh big star power behind it, and it's just very well written, very well acted, and I think it got renewed already for a second season. Nice. So, Yeah. Did you see House of
0: Cards? I did not. I,
2: I started met. watching the first episode. It was engaging, but I wasn't able to, for, for time constraints, I wasn't able to finish. I haven't come back yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I'm, I'm still catching up on my Dexter. <laughs> right. I'm a season behind on Dexter. Oh, really? So Is I'm, it? I'm, I mean, nominated House
2: of Cards, by the way. Yes. I mean, many. Some, some groundbreaking... Nice. Uh, strides there for online content,
1: and do you have? Um, do you still like Dexter?
0: Uh, I like it, but I, it's. I see where now where they're trying to really take twists and turns. It's it's all it's starting to feel a little like forced, contrived. Right. Whereas, like season four, for example, was was that the uh, just hokey. Um, that was hokey. That, uh, that was well. I mean, it was just was not season hokey, four the I mean, Lift It was just so series air raising. Uh, I think yes. I think that was that was the, a good uh, season. I mean, it, in the earlier seasons, basically, it, it, when they threw those twists and, and curves at you, and like with you know spoilers for those of you who haven't seen the earlier seasons, like when his uh, you know his wife, the baby's mama, right? Or, you know when that happens Julie at Ben's. the end of that season, it's just like holy fuck! And the baby's in the same you know the yeah. same fucking Situation, right. puddle of blood, the cycle. It just, yeah, the cycle continues, uh, and now it's it's starting to feel like I say a little a little bit more uh, forced. But still, I, you know, I've invested so much time in these characters that I yeah, want to you need to know what, happens. I, need to know what happens. I need to know what happens. I need to see how it ends. How's how's Ivan Strahovsky? Does uh, she miss me?
1: Yeah. Does <laughs> she ask about me? Yeah. Uh, is she is she on it now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's great. But I, I also like Julie Benz. She likes she was, me yeah. way too much. She was I I'm was a big was...
2: Julie Benz guy. Even uh, I mean she was all right in in Buffy and Angel. I yeah. just think
1: she's purdy. Uh yeah. She's got a pretty mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I just get tired of that like Dexter. Oh yeah yeah. Her voice just, is so that breathy voice. Yeah. yeah that's really annoying. God. But
2: I know but, I know guys used to beat you up. But grow a fucking backbone.
1: Wow. What? If that's just how she <laughs> talks. Well, she's
2: an actor. She should be able to take on a different voice. Where's your range? Says the guy who does Jim Payton in exactly his own voice. I did an interview last night with this Australian company, Capsule Computers, really nice guys. And they're like, say something in Jim Payton's voice. And we'd already been talking for like 40 minutes. And I was like, uh... I don't. I mean, what? Just listen back to the last forty minutes. I don't do shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're an
1: actor. You got to sell it. God damn! <laughs>
2: I didn't. I did. I gave him something, but in my head, I was like, oh, fuck! I, it's, it's my I've voice." Been, yeah, like, I've been talking like this, motherfucker. Yeah, that's why time. I got the job. I happened to sound like the way they wanted him to sound. That's I mean, how I got the
1: fucking job. That's the thing that's so weird. It's like when I, I get called in for voiceover stuff, and they like, they're like, "Do Chinese or do, an You know. I'm Look just like, Chinese, like do a Chinese voice and check like, it up. <laughs> well, no, they just wanted uh, the, a Chinese accent. I'm like, well, then hire a Chinese guy. Right. Right. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't, you know, if you want somebody who with a genuine accent, there are a billion of them out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. That, not hard to find. I'm sure you're going to find one who can do it, uh, or you know, just any accent, fr- frankly. Um, but <sighs> I suppose I should have. Be professional, right? Have that range.
2: Have that range. Ugh. you got to be bottomless. If you want a gig in this town, you got to be bottomless. That sounds
1: gross. <laughs> so you can take it up the bottom. you got to have <laughs> constant um, diarrhea. Next email <laughs> from Veronica. Hey, Veronica. Yes. Veronica. Veronica. Uh, Logan at 30. Uh, Veronica Logan 37. Is that her thing? Veronica. Yes. So she says... Uh, Veronica hey all <laughs> Sephora uh, tweeted hey gingers so and so has a new product just for you uh, she doesn't remember who was selling so you know what Sephora is right
2: uh, yes I do okay. So it's, it's a makeup company for the ladies right or
1: it's a makeup store mm-hmm. for, anybody. for anybody for uh, anybody um, the ladies
2: if you're a dude shopping at Sephora and you're not buying a gift for a lady <laughs> you got problems that's
1: so judgmental. What if you're um, somebody who likes to wear makeup? Is that a then problem? Then you got fucking problems. <laughs> oh my god, you you can take the Come guy. On. Dudes wearing makeup, give me a fucking break. It's, That's not cool. It, it's dumb. Why isn't it cool or dumb? dumb. Just because you don't do it doesn't fucking mean it's dumb.
0: <laughs> if you're not, so you're saying if you're not wearing demon boots with <laughs> the makeup, exactly.
2: <laughs> if you're not Mark, Mark Bolin. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. If you're a dude wearing makeup and you're not in Kiss or Mark Bolan, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and go
1: fucking eat snails because you're <laughs> right. a fucking idiot. Eat <laughs>
2: worms, you fucking moron. Stuffed worms up your ass while listening no. to Rush, you Look fucking you, weirdo.
1: You wear product in your hair? I know, but... You but are, it is but, dumb. <laughs> right. You're kidding. Then anytime I see you wear product, I'm going to just shit on you. My hair looks goofy without it. Well, th- maybe these—that's your. Well,
2: then you're fucking ugly. <laughs> then that's your problem. You're fucking ugly, and you need to paint over your innate
1: ugliness. Is that how you feel about women who wear makeup? Oh
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: why, do, why do women wear makeup? Because you're fucking ugly. So I how fucking ugly they are. Bills rent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bills rent. You, you made the coffee, man. <laughs> no, don't blame the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I drink the same fucking coffee, and I have nothing but love for people who wear makeup. And, uh, dude, you know, dude, just because you're wear, dudes just because you're makeup. so sad and insecure, that's fine. That's fine, you know. But we wear the makeup. That's you know.
2: Dudes can, I'm, dudes can wear. Dude, everybody can do. I want everybody to be happy.
1: If wearing makeup makes you happy, <laughs> no, you want go everyone be happy. to be. Just a skosh less happy than you. <laughs> That's my goal. That's my goal for all my exes is that I, just, right. I wish them all the happiness so long just as it's just slightly a little less, less than, than, than what I have. Yeah. <laughs> And for a few of them, a lot less. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, so she says, OK, so the, the tweet from Sephora was, hey, Ginger, so-and-so has a new product for you. Um, and then that tweet was quickly deleted and replaced with, hey, redheads, so-and-so has a new product oh, for you. Ginger, yeah. that's So her question is, has ginger become an offensive word? Or has it always been offensive and we've been totally ignorant of it? I mean, t- truth be told, like I didn't know the term ginger believe... as a reference to redheads until I saw um, uh, that show Greenwing, which was like, what, five years ago? Yeah. So I've only known ginger to be a reference to to redheads in, in uh, only as an, an adult, I can't yeah. find the offensive angle.
0: Well, here's Is it
2: just because it's it would co- it sounds more like it's coming from a construction
0: worker. Hey, ginger. Yeah, I think it, it's a play on. It's kind of a I forget what they call the word, but because it pretty much has the same letters as another offensive word for another group of folks. Oh, wow. So it may it may have that negative connotation for redheads, or maybe redheads have taken it that way but i i'm the same uh you know i'm with you i i this wasn't something on the playground when i was a kid that we used to, you know yeah. hey ginger i th- and i think it uh, you know maybe darren or, or somebody over in the uk can correct me but i think it was uh gilligan's island yeah, <laughs> yeah well Is that it from? might be it might be a reference yeah but i think i think it was a, a i don't want to say british thing but i think it was a a European thing or something from the UK? I think that that's yeah. I think it's a British term. Um, yeah, I don't.
1: It's it's like, maybe it's, the
2: root of it is offensive, and we just don't realize. Yeah. Is
1: redhead is that or, or, or carrot top is that offensive? Uh, yes, he's very. offensive. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a grotesque human being and a dude who wears fucking makeup. makeup. There it is. No, I don't think the term re- uh, ginger is offensive, but I do think. Redheads are offensive. Just people with red hair. They just, have They're no, just they have no people. place in this yeah. world, and uh, <laughs> and as we know, they have no souls. You know, because South Park told, taught, taught us that. <laughs> Gingers have no
2: soul. Um, um, so they deleted. They deleted and retweeted out of concern that it was offensive, uh, or is that what we're is that what we're um, examining? That's what we're talking about. Is it offensive? Um, and, and, but I'm just wondering: is that the motivation
0: for why they reworded their tweet? Yeah, I think Probably, so. because I think it's, it's taking on a negative connotation now. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a The delightful Karen Gillan is ginger. Is a ginger. Uh, she's on this season's Children's Hospital. Yeah. Have you been watching that? I have not. Oh. Um,
2: she's bald. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. So. Is it? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I admire her commitment,
0: but... Because she's still cute. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Well, I remember she having put some
1: makeup on her. and then she will yeah, be, yeah, yeah, be fine. Paint that <laughs> ugly face, <in laughs> <I> and <mean>. I'm
0: <laughs> I remember having a, a bit of a chub for uh, I forget the, the actress's name. It's been so long ago, but uh, V'ger, uh Star Trek, the first oh, yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, the
1: bald, the bald gal in yeah. the first yeah, Star yeah, well, Trek. She was like yeah. a Miss Universe or something. Yeah, like that. she yeah.
0: was a hottie. And I remember yeah. I had a book. Uh, I was, you know, as a kid, I had this subscription to some book my parents got me. Like I, I did Ranger Rick and all these. Yeah, other Yeah, I did Ranger Rick for sure. Yeah and this one boys uh, life boys life yeah and it might have been in boys life but they had a, a behind the scenes an article behind the scenes of the star trek movie the first one the motion picture and they were showing they had pictures of uh, her i think her name was ursula not ursula anders but ursula something anyway they had pictures of her in the in the chair getting her hair shaved for the part right and they were shaving they were showing her head getting shaved and i just thought oh my god she was gorgeous you know, with hair, and she was still she was still really hot without it. But uh, it, is bald bald yeah, it is a little weird to see a bald head. Yeah, it is a little weird.
2: Lou tells us that in Britain, it's been an insult to redheads for many yeah, years. Yeah, see,
0: but
1: why is it why is it an insult? Yeah, uh,
2: that's what I'm wondering. Is it
1: just because of the
2: the where they use it? Like, you know, is it the type of person who would use it, or is it the actual origin of uh, origin of the word itself that's offensive? That's yeah. Or are you just too fucking hypersensitive, Britain? <laughs> Lighten the fuck up, you stupid virgin. Grow <laughs> a spine, you you limp-wristed country. Uh, uh, so, I was just there and I had a lovely time. I'm just yes. kidding, of course.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess, but it's a sort of thing that it, it has become much more mainstream these days. That. It, it, I don't think it has the same, especially in this country, you know, like the same way that pe- British people use cunt in as a term <laughs> right. of affection. Like here, it's incredibly offensive. Boy, El Cunho. Yeah. Here, I would say that uh, <laughs> ginger has not been used like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it doesn't connotate. Uh, it, it, it's not demeaning.
1: So her name was Persis. Purely descriptive. Persis Combata. I think that was. Wow. That's yeah, she name. was. Um, Miss India and uh, she actually died in 1998. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh no. Yeah. Of what? Um I don't know. Oh, uh, that's right. Persis Kambada. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Vijer <laughs> she went back with Vijer, huh? She Forever.
1: <laughs> oh, she
0: Yeah, I don't know how she died, but I suppose
1: I could look it up. Oh, oh she what? died of a heart attack. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. At 49. Um, oh, jeez. Oh. So anyhow, oh Tim Minchin has a funny song about uh, using the term ginger, according to Chris Brown. And then Chris uh, and uh, Olivia also said that um, people forget uh, that Lilyhammer with uh, Stevie... What's it, what's with Stevie Ray Vaughan? Stevie oh, Ray Vaughan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was Little the, Steven. Little Steven. That there was the go. first uh, Netflix one. At, I, I started to Iceland. watch
2: that the... Um, the production value was so low that I it just took right. me
1: way out of it yeah I think they probably did not invest a lot of money in it um, no. but uh, they certainly are investing it now yeah uh, by the way, Olivia, I'm, I'm so sorry uh, to not get back to you. She sent us uh, uh, T-shirt designs. And so I'm gonna, really? I'm gonna oh, s- I'm nice. going to send those out to, to you guys, and then we'll, we'll okay. get some feedback, and we'll try to get the, the T-shirt thing. I'm so sorry I've been dragging my feet, um, not just to, to Olivia, but to everybody out there who has been asking for T-shirts. So we're going to totally get on that. Yes. Um, yes. So um, there we are.
0: Oh, well, Darren says, I don't think ginger has anything being related to the N-word. It's just a reference to anyone with red hair. That's not what I meant. I meant, I, I think it's being taken in the connotation, in a, in a similar connotation as the N-word.
1: Uh, right. But that—that that is, I mean, all these things, it's not like... Redheads were enslaved And their, yeah, their, no, their, exactly. their slave keepers yeah, yeah. were saying Dig harder, ginger You know um, So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's the same thing And uh, yeah, I don't, don't have
0: <laughs> 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 Dig harder Well,
1: everybody ginger. knows that gingers are good at digging, right? Alright, take it easy That's All a right. punk
0: band <laughs> I'm going to start Dig harder, ginger
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on our on our T shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Front side MERPS, back side Jig Harder, JJ. Yeah. Uh, well, that'll be our good night, little John. Yeah. So, uh, John Boy or whatever the fuck I it was. I think we might. That, that's it for the uh, the mail sack. We're no longer we're in the right. mail sack. So we are out of the mail sack and we can all breathe a sigh. Of sigh of mail sack. Mail sack. we're, gonna no, get we're our out. Hands out, out of the mail sack. Out of <laughs> like there we go. Uh, it's a wraparound bumper. And uh, thank you guys. You can email us at noon or DanMarty. Uh, or at noonerpodcast at gmail.com Tweet us nooner Dan Marty, and what are your tweeter your Bill Tweederson? Bill Tweeterson Bill Tweederson. Yeah, Uh It's Tweederson. Okay. And <laughs> DJ Master. Yes. M-R-D-U, Steve Kruger,
2: and uh, uh, R- Emily mentioned to mention that uh, it's the one year anniversary of the Curiosity um, oh, Mars rover.
1: Oh. Right. And what do we have to
0: show for? That's right. it's another
2: one of those things that, uh, <laughs> like surveillance, doesn't change my
1: life. Yep. Can't seem to get engaged or give a fuck. <laughs> What's the
0: last thing that
1: uh, Space is so it far found? elsewhere. It found that it could draw a penis in the sand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be it, so it awesome. Did. It did. That's what we spent billions of dollars on. <laughs> to deface <laughs> the surface <laughs> of Mars. Big cock balls on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! There's just some frat college Step fucking moves. kid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> God. Oh, is it, is it, is that, that's a mistake, and it just happened to have. It, just, it drew. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. gonna, it, gonna tweet it this. It drew a big cock and balls on oh, Mars. Jesus.
1: Oh, this is news. this is news to
2: me. Oh, fantastic.
1: Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, our taxpayer
2: dollars at work. Oh, that is gross. I I really hope that was a NASA engineer
1: taking a piss, <laughs> just be
2: like, I got guys, I got a great idea. I a Actually,
1: great I idea. knew a guy who. He his job was to program the the rover. So basically, there's like an, uh, an eighteen hour lag, I think, between when they can send their signals out there. Uh, you know, just in terms of how fast light goes. Mm-hmm. So they they basically send out the set of movements that it's going to do, and then it will do it, and then they get the data from it back, and that comes back. You know, at, I forget the turnaround time, and then they have to. Plug in the next set of of movements, so it's like right. this weird cycle that, that they're constantly, you know, trying to. <laughs> so it could well be that some scientist or I some got engineer an is idea. like, <laughs> I got an "Yeah,
0: idea. I'm going to draw a <laughs> check <dick>. this out, <laughs> Dick on Mars,
1: <laughs> Dick on
2: Mars." That's my that's my punk band,
0: <laughs> yeah, Dick on Mars.
1: <laughs> oh, I should ask him if that if he's behind that, but I haven't seen him in a while, but. Um, Oh, and Darren says we have biscuits uh, called ginger ginger nuts. Ginger
2: nuts. Well, That's what I'm going to start calling redheads from now on. Well, What's up, ginger nuts? That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> what? It's a cookie. It's a cookie. Don't get mad at me. I can do whatever the fuck I want, ginger nuts.
1: <laughs> Wear some makeup, ginger nuts. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to end uh, a little early. I'm sorry we didn't do the full two, but it's 11 o'clock in our time Next week. We will be back. Uh, I think Steve is still going to be working. He's working on an A and E show.
2: He's really blown up this year. He's getting some real yeah, steady work. Uh, work. He
1: works a lot. I mean, he, yeah. it's weird. Like he always gets these jobs. And I said, "What are you working on?" He's like, "It's some fucking show." Uh, but I think secretly he he does uh, hustle. Uh, and he hustles done. and gets good work done. Yeah. And uh, because nice. of these, yeah, he gets hired a lot it's because he's a fucking funny guy. He's really funny. Uh,
0: so, Olivia says she needs. Uh, a photo of Emily and Krueger for
1: reference. All right, well, some good
2: shots of Emily on up on
0: IMDb. Uh, probably high oh, quality,
2: yeah. higher quality than anything I'd be able to. And you don't want a, you out. don't want a photo. of Krueger, Kruger, yeah, Ugh. yeah no. he's a oof. Oof. Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah, oof. <laughs> yeah, just do that.
2: <laughs> just yeah, just do pop it. Freddy in there. We'll
1: be, we'll, it'll be all right. Uh, and so, what what do you got going on? What's going on with your post production?
2: Uh, I'm doing a lot of interviews for Lost Planet, um, which has been really fun. Doing a lot of press for that. Uh, what the- is your incentive to do it? To do interviews? Yeah. Are you contractually I'm bound? Lonely.
1: But you're not contractually bound to no. do it, and you get no residuals.
2: No, it. no. But it's fun for me, and it it spreads the word. It it, it drives the storyline towards me as an actor. You know, I want to get more genre work. I want to get more gaming work. I want to yeah. be I want to be in I want to be in this world. It's fun, right? Um, and these guys are everyone's really nice that I've been talking so to. So this
1: is GTA Five that you did. Grand Theft Auto 5 that the <laughs>
2: uh, that'll be the next one Grand Theft Auto Cleveland uh, oh. this is for Lost Planet 3 and oh. I tweeted out a photo uh, of a prototype of the action figure that's coming out of me <gasps> Oh, nice. which uh, if you want to go to my Twitter feed I tweeted it out that's it's the
1: only reason I wanted to be I, there are two reasons why I wanted to be an actor I want, I wanted to have my guts ripped out by zombies right? and two my own action figure I got my own action figure dude you're got, halfway there you're halfway fucking, to living the dream right. I got my own fucking action oh, that's figure can awesome. you believe Man. it
2: when and it? it's a uh, G.I. Joe size, so I can make him make out with the Baroness. Nice and Lady J. A little creepy. <laughs> I was, wait, Is yeah. it? I think that's where everybody's mind went. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I can have him. So I can have him drive his tanks and uh, fly land speeders. It's going to be awesome.
1: And and they're going to be like strange, like fetish. Men who are going to stick your action figure <laughs> up their butt. I, mean, I want to marry.
2: I want to make out with the action <laughs> figure and, of the Baroness and, and you have them stick dudes. Yeah, sticking, and they're going be like, oh, me up up "Can
1: butts. you find my planet up there?" Which, which one of us is oh, <laughs> Ginger orbiting Ginger Balls? All right.
0: Yeah, we should have ended Darren? the show a little earlier. Yeah, right. Darren says, "Wait, I did send mail."
1: Oh shit! I, I'm sorry. I do have. We'll get to it right now. And then
2: Thursday night, um, it should be my last post production session for the pilot of the Thunder Dogs. And nice. we've already had a we've already had a meeting before I left for Europe, a strategy meeting where we made a, a target list for the for the managers and agents that are behind it. Um, so we should be pitching, uh, hopefully by the end of the month. I mean by the by the time of my birthday, I'll have sold a show to Showtime. So. Nice.
1: Okay. And there so we won't see you anymore. Yeah, and I'll be wait, yeah. I'll be uh, way uh, too big for this. Will you? Well, <laughs> I, I know you're not going to post it live, but will you let us? Yeah. Oh, I, I I'm I don't know
2: how. You know how close we're going to be holding our cards to our chest. We may we may be spreading it around, but certainly I'll
1: email it to the game. All right, and then we'll we'll shit on it on the podcast. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so I have tell this, me all the things um, I should have done. I have a uh, a letter from um, Darren, a voice Perhaps.
0: letter over here. The BBC Proms are currently running seventy five concerts, mainly held in the Albert Hall. This year, there's enough Wagner to make Kruger nervous. So I was wondering. <laughs> And this may be too highbrow a question for this particular program. I'm out. But I'm going to push on anyway. Thanks. Who are your favorite composers? I enjoy Chopin and Schoenberg, Webern, the experimental work of Cage, Boulez, Stockhausen, mm. and, of course, the minimalism of Philip Glass and Michael Nyman. As ever, regards, Darren from Wolverhampton. P.S. The biggest porn star in England is Ben Dover.
2: Just for Steve's <laughs>
0: information... And if he wants to hear any English sex noises out of me, he at least needs to buy me dinner first. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> it's only fair. Only well, fair. Yes. Um, yes, I'm a Vivaldi guy. Here, it's a oh, traditional wow. so choice, but
1: you're a baroque guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All I right. love,
2: I love the uh, um, harpsichord. Uh huh. It's one of my favorite really? instruments. Yeah,
1: um, my brother inside
2: me is a is a is an upper class uh, European. You know, somewhere the, inside of it, the
1: thing about the harpsichord, it's it's. You know, where the piano is a percussive percussion instrument mm-hmm. the, the harpsichord is not and you cannot you know no matter how hard you hit that key it's always going to same play that same bland volume it's a great right. lesson in life <laughs> you can hit as hard as you, you can gotta, but the sound is you
2: gotta pick a different melody if it's, if it ain't working you gotta switch melodies it's not I'm about hitting it harder
1: oh, Well,
0: I, I, think, <laughs> I think Dave Grohl would disagree with you uh, James um, classical I, I'm it may sound a little uh cliche but i'm i've always been a beethoven fan uh fifth the fifth symphony i just love that i mean that's always resonated so dramatic and uh for elise i love Fur elise i love that i love that because i you know what got me into that was i heard probably about 2000 Four or five ish. I heard a drum and bass remix of this. And those of you listening over uh, across the pond, if you know of this, I have been searching for this damned (laughs) Fur Elise drum and bass remix. It was a white label import, Mm. and uh, I I lost it when all my records were auctioned away. Right. Um, And I want, I desperately want to find this again because it was an amazing uh, remix. You know, a drum and bass remix of Fur Elise. So, yeah, I'm a Beethoven guy, I guess.
1: Um, I like some of the romantic stuff. I like yeah. Liszt. Uh, Have
2: you seen Lisztomania?
1: mm No. With Roger Daltrey? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I me mean neither. No. <laughs> but no, it was good. It's you, on the you, list. You can, yeah, yeah good, good I know, it's meant to be crazy. So, um, but, you know, I, I got to go with Bach. Uh, like the unaccompanied suite for cello, yeah. like the six mm. suites, those are fantastic. Um, and, you know, it's a little mathy, and I kind of like that. Um, but uh, do you guys listen to experimental music at all like because he mentioned like Philip Glass and you know
0: I guess it's classical but it's I, I mean, do I, I don't know a lot of the artists but I, sometimes I'll venture and just try to you know I just try to expand my mind a little, a little list to some I don't know. I can't think of anybody offhand. Mm. I'm just going to throw out there. But,
1: if you listen to ambient experimental music... Yeah. Uh, You're you, a dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> take, 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 off, take off the maker, mascara, ginger and, nuts. And, and start listening to listen
2: some real, roll. real
1: rock and fucking roll. <laughs> yeah. Grow a penis. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a duo called Stars of the Lid that are they're fantastic. Just amazing, amazing stuff. Um, Stars of the Lid. And uh, Keith fullerton Whitman. It's a lot of uh, noisy stuff, but it's definitely Stars of the Lid. Um, hmm. I can I can what is that a
2: reference to Stars of the Lid? What does that mean? I don't
1: I don't even know, but um, I suppose I could have looked them up. And but they're they're like it's crazy. They're, they're these two guys one uh, from Texas, but one of them lives in LA now, and uh, I think they're coming out with a new album. Um, but they're just oh, and I like Brian Eno, Eno as well. Hmm. Um, uh, but they're just
0: fantastic. They're great. Well, if you uh, like experimental electronic. Uh, I've already mentioned DJ Shadow, but uh, there's a duo by the name of Uberzone. Oh, nice. Uberzone. Very, very uh, electronic, but very visceral. I mean, I- I've seen them live at uh, Electric Daisy Carnival <laughs> a few years back. Oh, really? Yeah, you used to go to that? I, I used to go to those oh, things. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it, you know, had my fuzzy pants on. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know we're trying to wrap here. But yeah, okay. Uberzone. Uberzone's a great uh, duo. I saw them live. It's literally one guy. It's two guys, but one guy's got a fucking bank of uh, synthesizers around him. The other guy's got a f- couple synthesizers and turntables, mm. and they just Go create some fucking awesome stuff, man.
1: Um, Chris Brown mentioned Holst, and oh, Holst! Yeah. I, like just listening to the Planets, it, you can't help but think of Star Wars while you're listening to it. Yes, you know? yeah. uh, but it is just that's such a great uh,
0: um, work. The the Holst. Planets yeah. I recommend that. Wagner's you know what, John hard to, Williams hard to fight. I, I, is it? Yeah. John Williams, yeah, yeah. John yeah. Williams, fucking amazing. Oh, uh, well, composer. Com- oh, Lou might have found it for you. Oh,
1: you got to be kidding me! All right, well, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll take that. I'll off check line. that out. Yeah, I'll check <laughs> um, that out. Off so, uh, anything good coming on
0: your podcast? Um, uh, we're we're doing some uh, retooling. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously working on trying to get our video feedback up mm-hmm. because that sucks. I just started uh, messing up, but. um yeah, I'm I'm looking to have some really really good uh uh good guests coming up. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to jinx it, but uh we got some pretty good names coming pretty soon here in the wow. next few weeks. And That's at the Lovett's on the 20, want to say the 23rd. Is that Friday uh Saturday, August 23rd at 8 p.m., you guys and whoever's in the Southern California area, the the demon himself. We talked about him earlier. Krampus? No, no, no. Grunt. 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 The improv. Is on the mic. Spilling his phone. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to drop in and say what's up. Uh, uh, no. uh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Oh, right. Yes, the demon himself. He's going to be there uh, as, as John Lovitz's guest on Lovitz or Leave It's. Nice. Wow. For my podcast. Yeah.
1: Now, did he, what, did, what do you think of
0: him? Uh, Gene Simmons? Yeah. Gene Simmons is a fucking genius. Uh, Gene, yes. Uh, that's, Gene is in the na- word genius for a reason, because this guy will find a way to make money. Yeah. He has found a way to make money for fucking 40 years, right. and he's going to continue to make money. He's a, he's a fucking... That's what he's a god of, of finding a way to make money. I, I think the dude's amazing.
1: Um,
0: I don't like him with his uh, plastic surgery. He looks a little weird, but... Right. Yeah.
1: But he... If you listen to him interviewed on... I, I don't think it... I think NPR took it off, but he was interviewed on uh, Fresh Air, and mm-hmm. he was just like big It was one of the the... It's a great interview because he's, I cannot
2: see Terry Gross getting along with Jean. Oh, and, and, <laughs> I mean, he's just
1: being like just gross and sexual and like trying to just really like being creepy to her, and yeah. she's just not putting up with it. And it's great; I, you come away with so much respect for her. Um, It'd be the first. Wait, you don't have respect for Terry Gross? Not a,
2: I'm not a Terry Gross fan. I think she asks a lot of leading questions because she already has an answer she wants in mind. When the interviewer doesn't go in that direction, she doesn't let go. Uh, she mumbles a lot. Uh, I don't know. I, I, a lot of times she's just too, she's not getting information out of someone. She's not having a conversation. She's sort of, I know that it's the interviewer's job to guide, but it feels, it feels forced. It feels like she's not listening. the person she has on her show. I I just have never... That's like all of us on this show. right? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, (laughs) She has great guests, and I do listen to the show because I I do like to hear what the people have to say, but I I find myself almost every time getting frustrated. I see her missing opportunities. Yeah, Uh, I see the person offering up something that she doesn't... a a path she doesn't go down, and I see her um, just trying to force conversations in a certain direction because she thinks she already knows what the answer is going to be.
1: Hmm. I don't don't see it that way. But... um, so, uh, by the way, if you haven't already, um, leave us a, a review on the iTunes. It helps us out a little bit. makes us uh, significant here yes. at, the, at the, um, in the Smodco SMOD SMOD Empire. Co. Yes. We want to be the top-rated, most popular Smodco show. We're not? So I-, I don't know if we are or not. We're close. But, uh, really? I think so. So uh, here's um, one from Jonah W. from uh, last month. When the Smod Coast Morning Show first began, it was Kevin Galore, but he's unfortunately gone on to other projects. The show is down to just two days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. With regard to Tuesday, I absolutely love the banter. It's amazing with Dan, but even without him, the regular cast, Marty, James, Bill, Stephen, and now Emily, are very fun to listen to. They have great chemistry. Unfortunately, I can't listen live due to the time difference, but they are very engaged in their audience through Twitter. I have nothing but good remarks for this podcast, uh, hmm. Tuesday. Uh, the only thing I, that could make it better is if James piped up a little more. I love hearing what he has to say. I'm not a big fan of hip-hop, so I'm not into his podcast demographic, but he likes you. Well, hmm. thank you, Jonah W. Here, let me uh, um, You
0: know, I know DJ James. I've known him for a while, and uh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> Whenever I'm in town swallowing souls, I always stop by the crib and uh, check out DJ James.
1: There's a stunning endorsement from Yes, R- R- thank R- Krumpus. you, Krumpus. Oh. <laughs> well, um, with that in mind, we will see you next Tuesday. Yes, we will. See you later, Ginger Nuts. Peace.
0: If that 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 fuck Bobby, pip, pip, that 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 Hit that fuck! Hit that fuck! Hit that fuck. Hit that fuck. Hit that fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pimp their fault. This has been a production of Smudcast Internet Radio.